Streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcast.com. This is Veronica Whitney Robinson, the author of the Star Wars Galaxy novel, The Ruins of Dantooine, and you are listening to Star Wars on Direct. Sitelan.net, c'est les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe. Et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.sitelan.net. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Communications disruption can mean only one thing. Here they come. The coordinates tractor beam is pulling us in. You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition. And welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This is uh, Vilmite talking to you live from Montreal, Quebec, Canada, the nice studios of uh, Star Wars on Direct. I'm accompanied by my friend uh, Lunatic, our producer. Hello, everybody. Hello. Our annoying co-host. <laughs> annoying. I wouldn't say that. No, well, I would. And okay. I can. I just did. Would you know? Okay, well, today we're going to be talking about Jar Jar versus Kermit, as I like to put it, or is CGI taking over Hollywood? Uh, of course, we're going to also do the Star Wars hyperspace segment, Star Wars miscellaneous news, as well as a community update to the end of the show. 
Our second subject today will be the speculations on the major changes to the official Star Wars fan club, along with uh, what the heck happened this week with the StarWarsShop.com. Yep. That's pretty interesting. I'm happy. I just, like, got a better deal (laughs) (laughs) out of being a freaky fan, so it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, right now we're going to go to Kit Fisto, who's going to tell you how to contact us. You can email us at studio at SWI... Sorry. Studio at SWENdirect.com by MSN Messenger SWENdirect at Hotmail.com The chat is on the main link on the main site which is www.SWENdirect.com and you can also watch us through the webcam which is on the link on the main page. That's it. There you go. So, right now we're going to go to the little words of the producer. No. And, uh, well, yes. I didn't put any. No, but you're going to be talking with me about this yeah. really great movie we saw. Well, we, we all three of us. All three of us. Yeah, you were there too. I've seen it twice. You've seen it twice, you lucky bastard. Yeah, <laughs> I am. So, for those of you out there uh, who are fans of uh, Eli- Elisha Cuthbert? Elisha. Elisha Cuthbert? Is that how you, I would, how you would say it? She's on Kim 24. Bauer. She's Kim Bauer on 24. She's um, a Montrealer. She's actually a Greenfield Parker. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> she's from the South Shore. She's just like next door to us. Um, she did this great movie recently called The Girl Next Door, and we went to a sneak preview uh, on Monday, and we had like I've never had such a laugh in yeah. my like for a long time. And I'd, I'd say the movie before that that I saw in the theater that made me laugh the most was Old School. Yeah, and I think it's from the same director or producer or something like that. Yeah. They're involved in the, in the old process, but it's I, th- I think it's even more funny. It, uh, it it's, is. It's an American and Pie type of movie. American Pie, American but Beauty. better. Yeah. Better. It's a mix, it's it's a mix of all the best things in American Pie and all the best things in American Beauty uh, that just like are coming together for one movie with one kick-ass chick <laughs> and three great guys... Who are mostly new to the to, to uh, Hollywood? Yeah, new direct, new uh, actors, and they're really, really good actors. Really funny. I mean, my new idol is most definitely Eli. <laughs> it's like the filmmaker in that in that in that movie is so cool. And it, it got a lot of cliche, a of, lot of cliche. of the porn industry. A yeah, lot. that's right. So basically, uh, so basically, just to give you a little sign up. So if you don't like the love story, you get something else to lean on. <laughs> Hmm, can you lean on an oak tree, Danny? No, no, I don't go there. Okay, so basically, of course, the uh, the story is that there's this guy, and the the neighbor just moved out for uh, some vacation, and her niece comes in to do some house sitting. Now, he doesn't he, he doesn't know it, and she's a, she's actually a porn star. What he knows is that she's really cute, and you, you get a little glimpse of, at that on the first night she gets there. Mm-hmm. And uh, she actually gets like the the guy in him, you know, the, the f- crazy fool guy that would actually do the crazy thing. Mm-hmm. So it's fairly nice. It's, it's also a nice movie on like self uh, worth. Yeah. And self esteem. Self esteem. That's it. That's the word I was looking for. So it's it's most definitely a movie to see. It opens in North America, I believe, on April 9th. 9th. 
there will most definitely be some more um, sneak previews in the coming weeks. So check your local uh, listings because you might have or uh, a promotion, radio promotions or, or everything, whatever you might you might actually see it. it. Actually, should be one that you actually go and pay for for uh, for it to see it. And there's uh, the premiere, of course, is on uh, March 31st in North America. I think it's and the movie April 9th. And the movie's coming out on April 9th. Yeah. Okay. So, anything else has got anything else to say about? Uh, I just want to bang hot chicks. The what? St. Patrick's Day? Oh, of yeah. course. This Wednesday, the only national Irish day, St. Patrick's Day. And you know, sadly here in Canada, it's not yet a an nice official uh, holiday. An official holiday, so we we have like to go get drunk and come back and then actually do work <laughs> work on the morning after. So <laughs> it's not it's it's never really fun for us here up here. But we're working on it with the Guinness Party of Canada. We want to make it an official uh, an official holiday. Holiday. So on this note, we're going to go to a short musical break, and we're going to be coming back with. Uh, the hyperspace segment after Sloan and it feels good do it
Hi, this is Mike Gallo, the producer for Star Wars Night Sail Republic for LucasArts. And this is Star Wars on Direct. Yes, Mike Gallo, a very kind fellow, totally forgot to tell us that we would need like a 1 gigahertz uh, Pentium processor <laughs> to, to actually be able to play Nice of the Old Republic, but that's You're okay. You're surprised? No. no. <laughs> you need a 1.25 uh, I, I just would have wished that you would have... On a gigahertz on a frickin' Mac to play Halo. <laughs> what do you, can you expect? Yeah, right, okay. Um, well, one thing I want to say is that uh, our dear friend Nathan Butler uh, just put up some really nice new function on the StarWarsFanWorks.com website, and that's that you can actually see what everything that's coming up. It's like a big calendar. You just click on it. It's on the left menu. Uh, it's what's it called? Upcoming, uh, upcoming, upcoming, something like that. Upcoming fan audio or something like that, yeah. and it's really cool. All, everything's there, all the Star Wars sound direct uh, to till till the time we've got. <laughs> it's it's the calendar. That's right. Upcoming show. Basically, a calendar. So uh, if you're into fan audio, I do suggest you drop by there. And I'm gonna be like really kind to Cheetor84 from the chat, and I'm gonna say if you really want to go see a really nice movie with none other than uh, Johnny Depp, is that is it Depp? Yeah, it's yeah. Depp's in it. Yeah, go see Secret Window. There you go. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so right now you're gonna tell us who's in the who's chat. Who's in the chat? Us? We have Dalj, Delos, Dirge, Kieran Horn, Ketor84, Raven, Septarian. S- that we have Nathan. Big Mo. <laughs> big Mo. Big Mo. The Big Mo Nathan. Uh, we have Tiger Claw, Xenosphere, and in my room when we have Left Elbow. There you go. Is he waiting for the hyperspace thing? I'm sure he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're actually going to go to the hyperspace segment right now, right after I actually give the, all, all of the information. We ask you to please not talk about any uh, spoilers in the main room of Star Wars uh, on Direct.com website. Of course, we ask you as well not to talk of uh, any spoilers in any forums out there that are unspoiled. If you'd like to talk any any spoilers, you can actually go to any Episode 3 spoiler uh, spoiler loud uh, forums over on the internet and uh, you can also do so in our chat room on my room one my room one is exclusively for uh, hyperspace and all kind of spoiler stuff yeah we had a, a funny guy on the French show that got kicked funny. before funny ha ha not funny ha ha that's right we had to kick him like multiple <laughs> multiple times till he gets it yep. so right now we're going to go to the hyperspace segment Oh crap! Prepare to jump into hyperspace on my mark. All right, stand by. And we're back with the hyperspace segment. It's going to last a nice little 20 minute today. I'm going to set my clock. There you go. Okay, well, first things I'm going to talk about is the uh, 11, the March 11th reunion at ILM. Uh, it was actually a big milestone for them because they just reached the three number. She loves you, Oh, <laughs> thank you, Cheetah. <laughs> uh, basically, the ILM crew just reached the three digits uh, number of, sh- of scenes they've uh, digitally put together. The uh, number is 105 scenes. That's really good. They still have like like 1,895 <laughs> to go. <laughs> That's just details. What's that? I, I thought. <laughs> I thought so. 
there are some some scenes that are uh, completed right now. Are, right now, include Mace Windu sitting his, uh, in his seat on the Jedi Council, but that's been cut, sadly enough, because uh, the scene was not long enough to be uh, on the DVD. So they just decided to cut it off. There's also a nice view of Carson Sky uh, from the office of Bail Organa. George Lucas said, well, yeah, that's definitely going to be a nice little DVD uh, shoot. Okay, that's nice. Spoilers are on people, by the way. <laughs> uh, of course, Lucas works really hard with Roger Barton, the editor of the movie, to cut the scenes that would actually slow down the movie or wouldn't have that much impact on episode 3 uh, George says it's really hell we must look at every scene that we, that we have to make sure that we tell us the, the story right and that everyone will actually understand and be happy and we also need to check what we're going to need to, sh- to shoot at the reshoot scenes but uh, next summer yes. figuring out what goes into your movie properly doesn't that go into the writing phase? I don't know I'm just a student filmmaker <laughs> That's your story, and you're sticking to it. <laughs> so until up up till now, the ILM crew has done uh, still has 2,000 visual effects to do. They are, have completed 105. They are looking at 1,401 different uh, effects to actually render. Uh, they have 32. They need to do 32 till April 1st, 2005, if they want done. The, the work done in time they have 55 weeks to do so and there's 1,895 effects to actually do till then that's a lot that's a lot of effects I uh, d- you know they, they got a year to do it mm-hmm. less they're well, not doing some commercials they're going to have to do it so tough <laughs> that's how I see it as now I know excellence science nicely put it just do it of course, uh, the one other one of the other uh, nice shoots that we had uh, until uh, since the last show is that uh, George Lucas was presented six nice close-up shots of heads. Uh, there was Count Dooku, Obi Wan, Anakin, Mace Windu, and other uh, principal characters. Uh, the best heads that were looking that we that he was looking at were the one of Christopher Lee, Count Dooku, and Samuel L. Jackson, Mace Windu. Well, you know what that means, of course, you know. Pablo did say that had some heads would roll in episode 3, and I think it's pretty fair to say that. Mace and Count Dooku. We'll, we'll definitely be rolling. Uh, he was looking at heads uh, 50 times the, the size that the, they will be used in episode 2. And he thought they were really good looking. So, that's really nice. Um, another nice thing that happened over there is that one of the scenes of the Jedi Council... Uh, we know that it's actually getting together, and now the the window that are surrounding are showing the the Carson the Carson sky with the the the, the nimble <laughs> the clouds in the sky of Carson. And uh, I've been watching too much Dragon Ball, you know, because I've got like flying Nimbus in mind. Read the comic. I got all the comics. Pablo Gel is coming back as a Jedi Council member, and Kit Fisto will also be a member. Even Piel will be back as well. He will be under an holographic form, as well as Kai Adimandi, uh, which, who, whom was present at, on the set of uh, the, the shooting of the Jedi Council scenes. Um, we, we, but he's also going to get the, uh, the, the holographic uh, treatment. But there's going to be some static during the, re- the retransmission. Therefore, we think that's when they discover like all the things on the other planet, and it gets nasty, and they die. Die, die, die. During our last show, 
Well, actually, the morning of our last show on CBS, on, uh, on CBS, there was a, um, none other than Mace Windu was there to promote his, his next movie, Twisted. And um, he was actually saying, saying a little bit of uh, episode 3 thing he said apparently it's almost finished uh, we actually shot it last summer and he said that he actually received an email uh, well, a call from Lucas saying that he, need, he was needed for some reshoot scenes so they already know that which means they probably sh- took like some shot of, the, of his death um, he, has, he also said as we've heard so many times thus far that the third Star Wars movie will be the most the darkest one it will be the most bloodiest one. and It'll be, be the best, blah, 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 It blah, will be blah. the most mature one. He doesn't say it was going to be the best, though. So. But, you know, he dies, so of course it's not the best. <laughs> <laughs> he also hopes that he's going to answer everyone, everyone's questions. Nope. <laughs> What's no Yoda's way. species? What's Yoda's species? That's never going to be answered. Yep. But, you know, George Lucas said never before, and he, he came back on his words. So. And for what? prequels for uh, how the Jedi disappear and the ghosting well they're never going to explain that yes they will kind of well we'll show you later they will not I'll come back to that later Uh, the Yahoo website uh, was giving a description of Jimmy Smith and uh, they put up a little episode 3 extract they say that in Israel in the third movie there's going to be there's possibly going to be a romantic liaison with Padme Hamdala Doubtful, so very doubtful. <laughs> you love Pentagon. A Pentagon. <laughs> I love Pentagon. Who's the Who's the fourth guy? <laughs> oh, whoops. Uh, square. Sorry. Oh no, that's Obi-Wan. okay. one. Put C-3PO in, and there you oh, go. Oh no, <laughs> no, no, no R2D2. R2D2. Okay, the two droids count, count as one person. <laughs> of course, Organa was uh, uh, as uh, is briefly mentioned in the first trilogy as being the adopted father of Princess Leia. Uh, the cover for Insider number 75 was briefly released this week on the Pedro Publishing website, and again, to, the, to be greatly deceiving to some of the, the, the unspo- those, who, those, those who want to stay unspoiled. Uh, Good luck now. Good luck. General Grievous was actually on the is is actually going to be on the cover. Like I was saying, no longer spoiler. Earlier this year, you know, a lot of people will. Unsubscribe to the insider until the episode three is out, just not to be spoiled. That's it. Um, the Force.net came back on the pictures that were taken out uh, a couple of, uh, I think it was two weeks ago. Um, the visage, the body, and the face. Neck, the, well, the, the, the face, the, bu- the neck, the body, and the legs of uh, that were assembled as a ma- uh, makeup test for episode three uh, for the. Um, the burnt Anakin. The burnt Anakin picture. They were actually legitimate, and the uh, the only thing that's not legitimate is actually the arm, which is from Episode Two, but it was with a, with a different color. So I don't. I think that when Lucasfilm sends a letter to everyone, every ISP that's or um, that has a site has pictures on their servers, I think it's a good it's idea that you know. That they're it's official. It's it's pretty legit. That's it. You yeah. know, he got some copyright material. Blah 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 in the letter. You know, it's true. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's like you you, you put on the, the the Star Wars Insider cover. They don't say they don't say they don't say a thing. You put in some like weird pictures that don't even show someone from Star Wars, and they actually say take it down. That's like, just don't do that. I mean, it proves that we were right. <laughs> 
Okay. Do you think they like doing that? If I don't know, I, I I think that it's I'm sort of hoping it's like a big disinformation campaign, and we're gonna get to the to the the Star Wars movie, and it's gonna be totally different different it's than the so movie, cool than what we expected. It's like that would be really great. Oh, uh, but they they rule by fear, like the Empire. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the website Episode X actually uh, gave us some details, some more details about the death of Padme. Uh, we know that we knew that Padme was dying of the uh, the. Yeah, bless her. Oh, oh boy! And <laughs> <laughs> you just, just you <laughs> <And> me. <laughs> and he's stuck. And he's stuck. Injury, injuries. Thank you. Uh, she dies of the injuries inflicted by Anakin. Um, I'd say she dies at Anakin's hand. No, that's the thing. She doesn't die in Anakin's hand. She dies in Obi Wan's hand. No, no, no. She dies of, not yeah. in. Okay. She dies of Anakin's head and. Oh, whatever. <laughs> of course, uh, there were sh- we 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 mentioned she was on a ship giving uh, birth to the babies, and uh, sadly Obi Wan Yoda had to actually land the ship so that they could save the the, the two twins. Uh, the ship gets to gets on, gets to land on a new planet where the twins will will be born, and Padme will be will be uh, dying there. Sadly enough, as a matter of Dagobah? fact, I don't think so. As a matter of fact, Padme will be dying in the arms of. Of a really sad hand, Obi Wan, uh, just like Shmi Skywalker died in the uh, the arms of his of, of Anakin in Attack of the Clone. To be quite honest, Link. To be quite honest, I hope that Natalie Portman does a better job at, at dying than she, than Pernilla Hoggins did. <laughs> it was nice, you know, but we've seen we've seen better, like Admiral Ozzel. That was death. <laughs> um. He's a, he's a big actor, you know? That's right. So Obi-Wan should be actually rocking uh, back and forth. Should, should be rocking Natalie Portman back and forth. Uh, saying, no, why did you have to die? And stuff like that. It's going to be really, really traumatizing. Rocking back, back and forth. Yeah, that means... A rocking chair? Yeah, no, you know? I know. Is it me, like, inventing terms or stuff? Just tell no, me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just thinking another way. <laughs> you, you bastard. Danny and I were both thinking the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> See what I have to work with, people? <laughs> okay. We'll be back on that subject later on as well. The uh, one thing that we learned from Rick McCollum last week was fairly interesting and intriguing because episode 3 will actually break in a, a big tradition that's been up for the Star Wars movie. There's going to be no reshoot this spring. There's going to be some reshoot in August, as late as August, because of some uh, conflicting uh, scheduling of all the uh, actors. Of all the actors. And uh, they're going to be doing this in August because everybody can then. So if you want to, you know, get ready for August... Get an international uh, plane ticket and <laughs> just wait for the for destination to be told. Probably England, England and Australia. That's right. England and some in Australia, but Australia probably, maybe even California. No, they're going to be reshooting some stuff in Levinson. Again? Yep. Most of the set have been moved there. Uh, there will be some Wookiees shot in Sid- in Sydney, uh, but this is probably going to be before August. This is probably going to be happening this uh, this spring anyway. So. This is fairly interesting as well. More wikis! Yay! Big hairy creatures. Um, they also have the Grievous model, the general Grievous model, introduced in many publications, as was said before. And uh, They don't have their choice. After someone leaked it 
it snowballed. That's it. So it's they like didn't have a choice to put the new track co cover out, the, the everything out, you know? Yeah. But what he told us is that the, the voice, the, the, the actor doing the voice of Grievous and some other characters uh, will not actually be beginning, beginning before August or November. So the chances that we actually hear General Grievous in the teaser trailer, uh, or even in the trailer, are very, very slim. That's what I'm guessing. Uh, we actually had some very interesting uh, stuff said to us by Pablo. Uh, there shouldn't be any Vert Jedi in the uh, in in the um, Jedi Council, but there will be a Verk creature next to Palpatine during the theater scene. Fairly interesting. Uh, the voice that you will hear General Gre of General Grievous in the Clone Wars animated series will not be the same as the one in the movie. Uh, there will be a new planet in Episode Three. No, it's not Karelia. Uh, we have we have good reason to believe it's Alderaan because it was mentioned in one of the last Alonets. And uh, he did mention that it was briefly mentioned in one of the alternate news from the Star Wars Insider. So see, there is still a use to be a member of the Star Wars Insider in the official Star Wars fan club. Mm. Learning a name of a planet that we already know will be in episode 3. You think they'll give me like a free membership for that blog? <laughs> no. I was hoping. <laughs> there will be a, ref uh, a verbal reference to the, uh, to the infamous 1138... Uh, Padme and Obi-Wan are good friends in episode 3 John Grievous will, in all, will, will be in all kind of publications before get making his apparition on uh, episode 3 uh, we know of the Star Wars Insider the Tops cards that are going to be coming out and uh, the Clone Wars of course uh, back in 1997 uh, during L Lucas did mention in the, annotated, in the annotated Star Wars screenplay that he would never explain how Ben actually got to keep his, actu his identity after his death, and that would actually be happening in between Episode 3 and Episode 4, and it's something that Yoda actually taught him. Um, actually, he came back on his word, because Pablo did confirm that everything will be explained in Episode 3, the same way that he said it wouldn't be, except that the word never is not there. So, it's going to be explained how the ghost of uh, how Jedi becomes ghost. That's really By cool. the way, Jeff in the chat wants you to say hey again. Yay! <laughs> there you go. He's going he's gonna to tape me and do something with that for Tatooine TV. <laughs> a, re a musical remix. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> uh, there will be no Nagri in the movie, so those little aliens we're thinking about will definitely not be Nagri, which is really Damn. sad. I'm hoping they will be, uh, again, a derivation of the guys from uh, Close Encounter of the Third Kind. That would be a nice little wink to... Uh, Planet Earth. No. And, uh, of course, uh, General Grievous will actually be of a 1.9 meter high height. That's huge. That's pretty tall. So, you know, you don't want to mess with the guy. 6'5". <laughs> it's, it's high. High enough, for, high enough for everyone to be scared. Uh, something interesting that was uh, brought to our attention yesterday is uh, our dear friend... Brian here. Yes. <laughs> actually heard from someone he knows that uh, that someone actually heard from Daniel Logan that Daniel Logan will actually would actually be in Lucasfilm. Yes, in, he will be in episode three. In, the, in episode three, uh, he didn't want to give away any direct part, but he says that he took a blaster and walked around saying, Shh, "I'm hunting Jedi." 
and we're supposed to see pictures of him in the Fett costume for before Comic Con. Okay, I got a really hard time believing that, but you know, we'll just like give it the the odds. Benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. The benefit of the doubt that he might have been like because he was on set. Pablo actually said it, it was only like was purely as being a, a, fun, vi- a, a fun visit and all. And, uh, you know, maybe he got to walk around with a Boba Fett helmet or something. Because there's been an awful lot of Boba Fett helmet on the, on the, on the set of Episode 3. So, who knows? You know, but if they're going to put on the costume CGI. Mm. I don't know. But, you know, Boba, F- Boba Fett is uh, in the Boba Fett A New Threat with Grievous. Maybe yeah. he's going to pursue that on the... Yep. Mm-hmm. There the you go. Who knows? Who knows? George knows. He's the only one who does. I think even George knows. Well, I, uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying George knows. I'm He's sure the he only one who does. <coughs> uh, Pablo also answered some other question to stay on Pablo's topic uh, for the next couple of minutes. Uh, will Queen Amidala be leaving a safe haven to get her life in peril? Yes, she will. Will there be any Etorian in the movie? No, they, w- they won't be. Thus far, there's none that, be- that had been filmed. But you know, with the digital technology of today, which is our main subject, who knows? Some might just pop up. Will Mace Windu be dying alone, or will, will there be other dying at his side? Uh, he will not be alone, but he was, he's going, going to be the one who is going to live the longest. So, I just can't wait to see that scene. It's going to be so okay, Two Jedi coming in Papatine's office with two, with Mace, and mm-hmm. Anakin... Uh, that would be so them nice. Killing them all. Yeah. How many how many Jedi pilots will be in the space battle in the beginning, and uh, will they be cu- talking like uh, like they did like the, the other Rebel pilot did on the Battle of Yavin? Red Five standing by. That's right. <laughs> ben standing by. <laughs> ben, that's your real name. <laughs> oh, now everyone's gonna know it. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. But in any case, there will be only two pilots talking, and they will be talking with other pilots. We're uh, assuming Anakin and Obi-Wan and clone pilots. That's right. Uh, there was a word from the script that uh, Pablo gave us uh, away. It was magnetize. So, I don't know. What the heck is that going to be? <laughs> In Star Trek, they magnetize the... No, they polarize the hull plating. Yeah, so no, magnetize... What could reverse magnetize? changing like a transformer? Yes. <laughs> you know, magnetize. <laughs> transform. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Nope. Pablo has not sadly been asked to do a cameo in the movie. Uh, there shouldn't be any contests pretty soon for the hyperspace member, but if there's one, it's going to be one to win a trip to the UK for the end of April. Jedicon, anyone? Will there be any Bothans in episode 3? Jedicon is in nope. Germany. Yep. You said in the UK. Well, that's in the UK. But isn't, like, Germany close to the UK? No. Mm, no. France is closer. Yeah, but... Ger- okay, it's in Europe. So, yeah. just, like, spare me, it, it, please. It's probably about an eight-hour drive. Still, it's, uh, just like... He, he said that. I'm just saying Jedicon because that's the closest thing, but I'm not even sure of the timing yet. again. Uh, in any case, I'm going to go to the last uh, little piece of information... Uh, will we see the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clone uh, re- sh- reprinted for uh, the theaters in 2005, just before Episode 3, just like uh, Trilogy Tuesday kind of thing? Uh, there's no plans for that thus far. There's so money to make, so it will probably happen. Petition on it, people! Just I petition don't want on it. it. <laughs> 
Eh, whatever. <laughs> for uh, seeing back the movie with just the uh, well, 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 what probably so happen is the so Paramount will Paramount will get it and then charge about sixty dollars because yeah. the inflation rate will go up. Yeah. So sixty dollars to th- three movies with no breaks. And then you see and only like and you know uh, half an hour of extra in oh the three movies. Yeah. Yep. So famous players will be selling like sixty bucks uh, thingies, and we're gonna be contacting uh, Lucasfilm, and we'll get prints for all the fans out there and everything and we'll do something that is $30 at cost uh, with food nice breaks in between the movies and uh, prizes and all to be won and, and uh, then finally get it screwed up no no it's not Alliance it's not, it's not New Line Cinema oh, it's Lucasfilm okay, okay. they sorry, listen sorry. to the fans so that's it for uh, the yeah, Star Wars Hyperspace segment. segment so spoiler off in the chat in one minute <laughs> don't want to sm- I don't think uh, I think everybody in the chat is listening to uh, to spoilers I think you think I don't know I don't want to kill I don't want to spoil anyone who doesn't want to be spoiled yeah. but I'll spoil anyone who wants to my number is <laughs> 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 okay well right now we're going to go, go to my friend Kit Fisto who's going to talk us talk us Talk gonna us. Tell yes, us. I'm going to talk us. You're going to talk to us about the uh, little things that, that have been happening in the Star Wars universe. Master Fisto, trust your insight, we do. Yeah, what Yoda says, it's... It, it, it's it, true. It's just for Yoda, you know, it doesn't go for the producer or the host of uh, Star Wars on Direct. Yoda, trust me, you should. <laughs> you know, I like you much better when you just, like, say nothing and smile. <laughs> so it's better? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, last two weeks in video games, well, it's not really Star Wars, but it's Star Wars related. Sound of Max 2 was cancelled. Oh. Af- right after uh, Full Throttle 2 was cancelled. Um, there's not really a um, really reason why but um, again it's just they have cancelled they have good games now so they can concentrate on Star Wars yeah I guess so but um, there are already two petitions out there with uh, quite a bit of signatures so you can go sign those if you're not satisfied with LucasArts decision and then on to Knights of Old Republic Xbox downloadable content um, they've just uh, said that there will be new content, and they released it. It will um, feature a new race, the Transdotions, um, and a new area, uh, Yavin Station. So, and you'll be able to sell new high-level armor and additional lightsaber crystals. Um, you can buy the new Baroguin Heavy Repeating Blaster and the Flamethrower, and a new advanced Biostabilizer Mask. With, uh, that will provide immunity from the poison. I don't know what it means, but I don't play the game, so... It sounds cool. Um, in RPG news, there's an interview for with uh, the authors of Genosis and the Outer Rim Worlds on the official site. It tells you a little bit about the site, and, and on the Wizard of the Coast site, you can see some previews, so I suggest you go check that out. Now I'm collecting news. It's going rather quickly this week. There wasn't a lot. No. Um, in the s- there's a new Silver Sand Trooper coming out in the future. Yay! So there's not there's next, but um, there's a mock-up that you can see on the Force.net. There's no official world, but it's it's a rumor. So 
It would be cool to see it. It comes from the wise man? No, what? Did yes. Um, no, it comes from the French site um, called... Ooh, it's not written here. Um, it's a French collecting site. Okay. Um, and then there's this new mysterious fan club news that came out that says that they're not accepting any fan club memberships from now till they, rea- til til they, they reopen it. So we'll That's weird. That, uh, that is really weird. And that we will <laughs> be speculating later on. We'll be speculating later about what it means. Um, and then we go on to another part of our, our secondary subject, which is the StarWarsShop.com, which closed temporarily after opening for only a few hours. It was it was really scary too, you know. What was it like the site? I, I didn't I didn't see it. I'll talk about it later. But okay. uh, it was scary. You go there five hours later. There's no more site, uh, and you receive this nice little email notification. So and your uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> your credit card is is, is stopped off. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> and you get a fifty dollar credit. That I should have done that. I, I been so cool. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, sorry. Um, there's also StarWarsCards.net that has an online contest, and it's for any Star Wars fan. You can ask. It's for the um, if you win, you get some exclusive stuff that would be hard to find if you're not uh, for an international um, collector. So go check it out. It's StarWarsCards.net. So pretty cool stuff. And then onto the books, there's some there's the um, adventure journals that came out a few years ago. A yeah. while ago, and they're republishing the stories for the hyperspace um, service. Yes, yeah, fan- uh, hyperspace fiction. So um, you'll be able to see the stuff that was published in that. They've now become they're out of print, so you can check that out. And there's um, a story for the Callista, and the other one would be by uh, Charlene uh, Newcomb. So you can go check those out in hyperspace. Th- there's a, another one from Timothy Zahn, the first one. Yeah, there's three up yet. No. Yeah, that's pretty cool. The second one, Sepultura Night, it sucks totally. <laughs> it's li- it's like it's it's like the Goonies in the Star Wars universe. Ouch! Ouch! It's gone. Uh, you know, it's no. Okay, and there's a new <laughs> sneak preview of Yoda's Clone Wars no- novel that's coming out in December 2004 by Steve Anderson. It tells the tale of Yoda's mission to the discover the truth behind the surprising peace offer from the Separatists at the height of the Clone Wars. No titles yet available for the book, but you can go to the, I think it's the official site, and see an image for the potential cover. Um, and then there's a new Sedis Deception synopsis. It comes out in June, and it is the Confederacy is trying to get its hands on some very um, special battle droids, and the Republic is determined to stop them. So Obi-Wan Kenobi is sent upon Ord Setus, manufacturer, manufacturer of the droids, his mission, diplomacy. But if he can't, if diplomacy doesn't work, he will use any means the Jedi can to keep to help keep these potential super dangerous weapons out of the enemy hands. And if and diplomacy doesn't work, can't can't work. Uh, someone is pulling the manufacturer's planet strings. Someone with an agenda all of his or own, um, which can't allow for either side to win control. As Obi-Wan and Jedi Master Kit Fisto undercover the secret plans layer by lever, layer, Obi-Wan learns just how much he can trust a clone warrior and just how reprehensible war can be, especially in the face of true honor. I'll assume druids is a British thing. That's what it says. I don't know what that means. <laughs> It's a British thing. Obviously. <laughs> okay. And Who are we to judge the British? Hey, D-Loss? <laughs> 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 
onto the DVD. So we have um, the test packaging that came out, which was quickly taken Removed, off the inter- yeah. internet. Um, it looked pretty cool. What do you say, Seb? The uh, the test the test the tree uh, uh, the box set. Uh, the tree box set. I didn't actually go to look at that yet. <laughs> Are you I yet have to get the images from someone. Uh, Danny's <laughs> Danny's reaching for them right now. Try, yeah. um, um, Danny, what did you think about them? They they were cool. Not in the traditional Star Wars way, but no, I thought they were okay. That's it. What I heard about the, about them was mm-hmm. actually from the same person uh, who told us about the scoop we're going to be talking about later on. Which concerns what? The original trilogy on DVD. Really? And what yeah. other subject? <laughs> Episode three, maybe. Oh my gosh! But it's no spoiler. In any case, uh, yeah, these these uh, three covers were actually the um, the covers of uh, the French. What? The French DVDs. It didn't confirm it, but however, he supposed that. The yeah, that's what he supposed. However, version. Pablo Hidalgo on his last uh, on his last FAQ just. Recently answered that these covers were uh, had nothing to do with uh, the ones that were going to be published. I'm not so sure, but anyway, I found that they were cool. They were definitely cooler than the box set that was released for the VCD, which I thought was pretty crap. I have them, but they're okay. But the box set wasn't very nice. And um, Lucas Films, be very serious. And this is the pre-sale date. About the street date, they're gonna get. They're gonna be really tough on this. Um, you'll be able to start the reservations on March 30th, and any violation of this policy in the um, will be very severe. So watch out, people who will be um, pre-ordering it, because you could not get it because the store took it too early. Um, and then there will be a DVD version of THX 138 to be released, and it will be enhanced. So um, it's going to be prepared for 2004 um, release, and Lucasfilm and Warner Brothers is going to put together 100 new visual effects shots. So um, it's going to look really cool. So that's all I, there is for mixed news this week. This week. This week. So shall we? Shall we re- reveal our? Uh, I'm just looking for the pictures. I hope they they weren't removed. I'm sure they were, Danny. Well, I think they 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 left it on the on the forum site. Yeah. Eesh. I don't think so because they all have they would call the server and have them removed. In any case, we'll go ahead and just like say the big news that we promised we actually uh, promised that we would be given to you. So we released one part of it during the hyperspace. Yes. Nope, they're not there anymore. That we can't speak about. That we can't speak about. But we're going to be talking about the unspoiler part now. Um, During the sneak preview of The Girl Next Door... before. Well, just before, actually. We actually heard from the the, the guy working at Fox that... uh, Ooh, those are nice DVD covers. Indeed. These are nice DVD covers. Final Comfort, Imperial Collection, or Jedi vs. Dark Souls. I don't like the last set, but I like the first two. This is classic. Yeah, yeah I this I one I with the Star Destroyer. I, I think that's room. really cool. The second yeah. one. What's gonna happen? Only time will tell. Yeah, I hope we will have something like that. That's right. In North but America. the com- the company that actually released the images. I'd for like a the short while. DVD box set. The the company put six of them in. Can you just slide your other three in? Yeah. The company that actually released the information of for, yeah. for those uh, yeah. for those box sets, they were um, they actually are working on uh, many projects for Fox in Europe. 
So, so they could it would be, make sense that yeah. it could be. Actually but wouldn't they want to make international packaging? That's, that's, that's what I thought. That's the thing. And Pablo says, you know, that's that's what's gonna be. So. Okay. Anyway, let's get back to probably that. just fun. Just fun. Just Star Wars fans having fun over there. Anyway. There will be a nice little preview, a uh, nice little sneak preview of Episode 3 on accompanying the tr- DVD of the original trilogy. Uh, there will be a nice little featurette. Uh, Maybe. Prob- probably to make the, the marketing video that was leaked to the video a couple, uh, that was leaked on the internet a couple of weeks ago. The back in black video. The back in black video. And that was actually a video um, with a lot of action in it. And... Uh, Sadly enough, I showed it to my contact, to our contact over at Fox, and he couldn't. What did he say? He couldn't confirm. <laughs> he was drooling, but he couldn't, <laughs> he, he couldn't confirm if it w- if it was going to be that or not. But he really sure hopes so. So I'm guessing we're going to have. I hope not. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, so but we're we going to see it like quality. we're going to see it like in nice quality now. No, I want to Don't see. Care. I want to see edited edited images. Yeah, I, I want to see finished. Like I. I, I don't. I'd rather not have anything documentary. Just have a breathing teaser, like the one they had for Attack of yeah. Clones. And you know that the the teaser, the teaser trailer will come out two or three weeks after the DVD in yeah. November. So they why have to. why not put it uh, on the DVD? Yeah, and you'd have to. Wait, yeah, I could do that. Or be a member of Hyperspace. No, I don't like that. So <laughs> I don't like that so much. <laughs> I do. I don't. <laughs> Danny does. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to go to a nice little musical break again, and we're going to be right back to Star Wars on the Direct with the main subject is CGI taking over Hollywood, is Jar Jar winning against Kermit the Frog. Uh, We're going to listen to Filter and take a picture while we think about that.
At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. And uh, we're going to be talking today of a uh, really mattering issue in Hollywood right now. Is uh, the computer graphic imagery taking over Hollywood? And, you know, is it about... Are we about to see all the actors go out of, uh, out of a job? Out of, out of work? And uh, just see those big, huge server rooms making movies. You know, <laughs> you're going to have Deep Blue directing a movie or producing a movie or something. <laughs> it will start. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a chess game all over the place. So we're joined by Delos right now. He's from England. Hi, Delos. Good evening, or in my case, good morning. Yeah. That's right. Good morning in your case. Uh, what's your thought? It's one o'clock in the morning here, just to give you an idea. <laughs> wow. You're, you're a courageous fan. Um, courageous or are you the crazy? Up to you. <laughs> Well, you know, I fall in the crazy kind, so I'm just going to say courageous because it's more honorable. <laughs> <laughs> There's fine line between crazy and courage. <laughs> and I've crossed, this, I've crossed it a long time ago. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the uh, CGI thinking over Hollywood nowadays? Um, sorry, I'm trying to stop coughing. I'm just getting over a cold. <laughs> um, I think... I don't think it's... I don't think it's quite there, but it's... I think maybe in, you know, maybe ten years it might happen. I yeah. don't. I think there are still some limitations of what can be done in CGI. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I like Yoda when they did him for Episode Two, but I think it's, I think it's, I think it's just going to be, you know, depending on the technology and how how far they want to push it. Yeah, prob probably that in. 10 or 15 years like you say maybe the technology will be able to replicate a human face and all the details but right now uh, it's not possible yeah I mean as um, someone in Ireland said in a behind the scenes thing I can't remember it was on TV is they said the only the only the only limitation is your imagination so if you take that to the full limit can imagine how taxing that's going to be on to the CGI in the end. That's right. Well, CGI is indeed giving like all producer all over the world a big uh, unlimited, a, a bigger palette, a big Pandora's box of unlimited imagination, uh, if you if you want to put it that way. But you know, is that really where we want to go, or should we should Hollywood actually just keep to clay models and uh, miniatures and uh, dioramas and stuff like that? Um, I think I think we should. I don't think we're ever really going to see a complete um, use of CGI because some things can't be done as well in CGI as can be done with models. I mean, ILM still use models for things, don't they? Mm -hmm. So, 
yeah, there there are still things that are faster to do with models than all CGI, yeah. like backgrounds and. Uh, That's right. Made paintings are used in every kind of movies, not e not only sci-fi movies, and uh, it's it's really incredible the job that is done of painting on glass. Uh, some some backgrounds that's just amazing. Uh, however, you know, it's can it really be done a, a bit faster by uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Dermot Power uh, over at ILM does well over at the, uh, the the costume shop with Trisha Bigger did really really impressive job at working really fast for some of the art of Episode Two. Uh, is it helping them or is it like shooting them? Is it like shooting shooting themselves in the foot? For <coughs> what? Excuse me. Yeah, no problem. Hmm. Uh, I've, had, I've had two colds in the last month. So, uh <laughs> well, you should be in, you should be in bed and like getting some broth in, <laughs> into your uh, system. Uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not like that. I, I, refu I refuse to let a cold get me down. <laughs> That's a good thing. I do that too. However. There's a limitation to Buckley's power. <laughs> um, yeah, one thing. One thing that really comes to mind when we talk about CGI versus uh, Hollywood. Do you think it's more the actors that are afraid of losing their job or the stuntsmen? Um, probably the actors, I think, because because um, eventually, who's going to need an actor? They'll just be needing voice people to do the voices, and. Uh, I mean, they can probably use their facial expressions if they want to be the, they want mm -hmm. to go to that level. But eventually, in the end, who's going to need an actor except for voices? Yes, yeah. but you know, who's going to lose their job first? If we if we're looking at the near future, is it going to be the stuntsmen or the actors? Uh, I think maybe the stuntmen first for the more dangerous stuff. Yeah, they're cheap. They're cheaper, and then it's easier to. It's safe, safe, safer. No, it's, it's safer. Safer. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> to replace them with uh, CG characters, indeed. Yeah. But you got also the the, not the artisan, the 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 working staff who built model and everything. Probably they they will lose their job before the actors, the carpenters and yeah, all. Yeah, carpenters and, and everything. If if it goes to that the far the set builders yeah if it goes that far we're far from that I yeah. think but uh, yeah you also I, th I think it's going to be a few more a few more years before um, CGI totally takes over but it's slowly getting there yeah okay so you think we can hope to see some more Final Fantasy Despair Widen kind of movie in the in the really near future I haven't actually seen that but. Um, I've been told it's amazing. It is. It's at some points uh, there's some close-up shot of some skin that uh, can really make you believe it's real actors actually. Yet. Well, actually, I have to say is I um, I heard about this movie and I thought I saw some footage from it in um, trailer and I thought oh that's good. I didn't realize until it was a thing on another program where it said it was all CGI. I didn't know it was CGI when I, when I saw a trailer for it. Okay. There you go, you see? There's a lot of uh, special effects that are done with CGI, but you don't even, like, see it. Like, just in Forrest Gump, Island did a lot of uh, special effects for Forrest Gump, uh, and you almost don't see it. Sometimes it's just something as uh, stupid as a sunset. 
and something it's something is sometimes it's something as complicated as a spaceship or a plane or something like that. Yeah. And do you think that the uh, the piracy on the internet will uh, increase when all our all the movie go digital? Probably. I, I don't know. It might do. Um, I don't. I avoid that sort of stuff. <laughs> <coughs> okay. Well. Um, you don't don't know. It won't stop anyone. If someone wants, if someone wants to um, capture something, you know, some footage and then pirate it, it'll stop. Um, boost to stop them. They'll get there somehow. Not a time to download stuff anyway. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, okay. Well, thank you very much for your comments. We're gonna let you go make some broth for yourself and uh, take a nice. Uh, or have a nice. Uh, try to have a nice, a nice. And a, and a nice vacation. I hear you're going uh, away for a month or so. Oh, it's a bit more than that. I'm actually, um, I'm actually going to college to get a computing qualification, and it's going to be for up to 26 weeks. Oh, wow. Well, we're going to be missing you. So I'll be to give you an idea. When I start there, I have to drive. It's an hour and a half drive to the college. And your time, it will be half past one. I have to get up in the morning. Well, if you have access to the Internet, at least send us an email for your comments on the different subject. We will read it uh, on the air. I'll be happy to, because um, I won't be able to listen to them live, but I'll be able to download them the following weekend, because I'm staying on site during the week. Okay. We, we we could probably start a special uh, delivery system just for DLOS, you know. <laughs> oh. he, he gives us his address and we burn the, the, the Star Wars <laughs> on the Rec show and send it to him. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, thank you very much. My pleasure. Goodbye. Bye. Here there you go. go. Ah, okay. So let's talk a little. Hello. <laughs> I think, I'm back. I think Kid has something to say. <laughs> I do? I don't know, you just like took the microphones in such a manly way. <laughs> no, but no. Uh, what we, we, we try to imagine, is it, expense, is it more expensive to is do... Is it cost-effective? Yeah, okay. <laughs> make movies completely CGI. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think directors are going to want to do it. I'll tell you why, because there's something about film with there's filmmakers. Like, there's like five... It's just something. There's uh, like five person that have to 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 work on one, one part of yeah on one character you know, whichever part of their body. But it has to be done, and that's like five people that could be replaced by only one actor. Exactly, an actor could do it in five minutes or ten minutes, fifteen minutes, repeating the scene. Yep. While it will uh, take some people like ILM is taking very long time, you know, just for the edition of... You can just, like, remember that shot in the making of episode two, where there was this woman, he was just, she was just trying to get Yoda's finger movement properly. Like, it's not, it's not realistic. You can't do that for every shot. One day we'll and do it. And, and there, there's so much work yeah, no. with uh, uh, almost all CGI movie that the, the, the post-production is, it's long and it's very long to do, yeah. to do movies. It's I- is it more expensive to do an all CGI movie without paying actors, or paying actors and doing yeah. less CGI? Yeah. You know, I, I I suppose that the animators must have more than average salary. 
I suppose. They uh, they they have an maybe not. <laughs> they actually make something like when you when you begin there, I'm guessing at least twenty five bucks an hour. Uh, my friend works in in a digital um, effects shop, and he is a um, oh, what does he do? He works with uh, Shake. He does the digital layers, mm-hmm. and he uh, he's an inker. Not quite, <laughs> but almost. <laughs> almost. Uh, he's putting texture on no, the model. No, he does the uh, digital layering. Okay. He uses Shake, um, and he gets twenty dollars an hour Canadian. Twenty Canadians. So. That's okay, it. That, like that's not that. It's like sixteen bucks, fifteen, sixteen bucks an hour when you begin. Eighteen, eighteen. Yeah. Realistically, if you transfer it properly. When you when you really begin in the industry. Yeah. And it can I don't think he, he hasn't graduated mm-hmm. Cejep though. I don't. College. I don't think they have beginners. No. Doing those beginners. No, 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 no. <laughs> they, you know? Well, you know, if someone isn't given the chance at one point in his life. He'll never be able to usually get experience. No, usually so. people how they get in is through their portfolio. That's it. And working or working their way up, going from PA all the way up. There you go. Yeah. Getting caught. But do you think there's too much CGI CGI nowadays in movies? I don't think so. I I I, I don't have a problem with it. It's just another way to get around problems of realizing your what you see. Yeah, I think maybe there's a little. They put maybe two more CGI. There's a lot more. C- there's too much CGI in, in Star Wars. In, in, yeah, instead of developing a story. Yeah, but you know, uh, in Attack of the Clone, everything is is clear and the story. But I think it's I think it's worse in Phantom Menace. It was basically a portfolio piece for That's ILM but the, the to show the, the, them like, the look at we c- what we can do. By because the I battle got of Naboo they got huge amounts of contracts right after the Phantom Menace. Yeah, think about it. You just look at look at all the contracts they got after our, after the Phantom Menace. It's great. They got lots of money. George made lots of money from the Phantom Menace. Not only on the yeah. grosses of the movie, but yeah. just L- on the lo- effects. Look what we can do now. Yeah, exactly. Come to come to uh, kind of like that for Weta as well. They made well. Lord of the Rings is a little bit more than just a portfolio piece, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it, I think it could, the same could be said from Weta. With Lord of the Rings. No, because I think be Peter Jackson actually wanted to make the movie. Well, there's 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 also the want to turn a story from his head. In this case, in this case, it's like you just have to imagine to, to imagine that George Lucas is Christopher Tolkien, well, John Ronald Rural Tolkien, and he's taking his ideas straight to the film. Yeah, yeah. But you, you, know? g- you got a straight. In the case of Lord of the Rings, it's just that. He took the book and turned it. That's it. Yeah, but you have to consider that uh, Lord of the Ring is based on a great novel, uh, and Star Wars, and Star Wars is, Wars is based. It's, it's just it's, it's a, a cheesy movie. movie. Star Wars is g- is based on a mo- on a great on a mind. cheesy movie on a great mind. cheesy idea, and it's a really good cheesy movie. It's brought on a great. It, it's bu- is based on a great mind who bought us some really great movie about a duck who can talk <laughs> from outer from outer space. Of course. You can't forget Howard the Duck. It's a masterpiece. Go see it. Go see it quickly. <laughs> Run <course>. now. <laughs> <laughs> In breeding between a, a human and a duck. <laughs> I mean, come on. Howard was fun. What kind of a duck? You gotta have a really cool duck to go into a to a bar and ask for beer. <laughs> that is a great duck. <laughs> Indeed. But a duck, I'm sure, can actually. Take down a beer faster than you can, my dear. Yeah. Bad wasted. <laughs> but sure. uh, I think basically uh, using CGI for 
big scenes like uh, fly flyovers or, or instead of of, uh, of having a thousand uh, extras. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. so you don't do. Let's just <laughs> imagine the the fight of uh, of, of Gilead and the fight. Well, the fight of the Clone War and Geonosis. Let's just imagine the fight of uh, the orcs Clone against against no? Minas Tirith. That would have been like, you know, it's like you 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 make one pass over in 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 with plane, a plane, and you're like, you you get your your your, your megaphone. And you're like, okay, get ready, Action. start moving now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, boy, you, you, oh you can do that. That's why CGI exists to do scenes Things that, that, that can't cannot do. do. But for mo- like, uh, for example, in Fellowship of the Ring, I think they use CGI properly. There's, it's more story driven. You, you got less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Y- it's I, I it's found the bad. Well, we're talking about Lord of the Rings now a lot. I'm yeah. <laughs> but um, well, it's the more recent yes. big FX movie yeah. that actually bent it over the uh, Academy. So congratulations once congratulations. more. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two years from now, yeah. it's going to be our time again. <laughs> uh, I don't think effect. Star Wars will win any Academy Awards. Come on, best sound effect? Or sound mixing or something? Yeah, I guess. Um, well, Attack of the Clone, I think there's too much CGI, but... I don't think so. I, I no, but it's, it's a sci-fi movie. Doing things in space... And things and that you can't do you on can't Earth is... Yeah. That's normal. A tree, uh, a cave, y- you can film this on yeah, Earth. Yeah, because you know. mm, Lord of the Rings is supposed to take place y- thousands of years ago. Yeah. So it makes sense. You know? Indeed it does. Uh, you know, personally, I don't think there's that. There's too much CGI in the movies nowadays. We could have used I some CGI on The Girl Next Door. I'm not sure. I think <laughs> I think the girl next door was just fine as it is. Yeah. <laughs> but you there know, some mistakes. They are th- th- like the 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 special effects movie, the the sci-fi movie. Uh, all these things could use some more uh, special effects. I wouldn't mind. It's really the f- the thing. The thing you got to get in mind is that CGI is for sci-fi fantasy genre movies. If you if you're talking about something like something's got to give, uh, the girl next door. These are movies. That are more theatrical, and that you don't need any CGI to actually uh, realize the, the idea you had in your head. Yeah. Up until film, unless there are some problems like in Forrest Gump, where they needed to take out one character's uh, legs. legs. Yeah. That's right. So you know, and that's that's something that has been done for many many years. So it's not really something new to the special effects no, world. No. Uh, it's like the special effects in Indiana Jones, where but s- some of that's them. Right. Yeah, but, but we got to admit that Luke Skywalker's hand could be undone <laughs> in, the, in, in the Empire Strikes Back because it was pretty obvious; it was still yeah. there. <laughs> but we're we're talking about CGI taking over Hollywood. It's not small CGI no, movie that that will do the worst damage. It's no. it's big movies like Final Fantasy, all CGI, and uh, uh, Lord of the Rings. I guess. Yeah. I guess but you know that computer animation. Yeah, that's yeah, it. But like that's Finding that Nemo, but, that, but that's, that's another kind. Yeah, that's Final another Fantasy kind. to me falls into the computer animation. Yeah, movies. I don't think it's CGI. And even the the next Final Fantasy movie, Final Fantasy VII, to uh, Advance Children, it's it's still a computer generated movie. It's not a film in itself because it doesn't like uh, they don't they don't need to hire any uh, actors to actually film the actions of the characters they, they put on screen. 
they need to hire voice actors to put like now nice sounds to the characters we see on the screens. But that's all. And that's just more job for, the, for today's actors because many of the actors in Hollywood will actually do voice jobs and uh, yeah. j- j- just as well as any, any, any other actor job. Just like Billy Crystal did, I think it was Mike in, in uh, Pixar's Monster Inc. Yep, yep. And John Goodman did uh, Sully. That's right. And uh, who did the voice of Finding Nemo? Uh, what's his name? Helen DeGeneres. Helen DeGeneres. Yeah, you know? she was in that. And I um, don't know if, if William she was Defoe uh, was in yes. that. I loved Finding Nemo. It was really funny. So you know, this is like one category totally apart we, we, that we yeah. cannot really say. Uh, well, Pixar and Steve Jobs are taking over Hollywood. But I think it's I don't think that's a bad thing. But that's <laughs> in another tangent. Yeah, but I think Final Fantasy is the first milestone to what could. I, no, I would just place I, yeah, the I would, mm, yeah, I guess the first milestone. They're not but there yet, you know. I'd, I'd even say Toy Story. Toy Story was before that, and Toy yeah. Story was beautiful. Toy Story but was but beautiful. It was still caricatural. But yes, that's it. The, but the humans that were in it weren't. No, they still look like like. Yes, it's they still, did it's still, still look animation. Yeah. That's it. It was a Disney movie, you know. No, yeah. Crowbar. Right there, Pixar. <laughs> yeah, but they Disney were distributed it there over. That's what it was. Yeah. Disney's Pixar's Toy Story. I guess not Pixar's Toy Story. But that's the thing. It's like it's still the caricatural, caric- caricatural way of portraying a human in that kind of movie. Just like they yeah. used to do so with yeah. uh, like comics. Yeah, you know? another yeah. movie that CGI is too much showing. You got Spider-Man and Hulk and oh. the Hulk. God. You know, I still the haven't seen the Hulk, and I, I'm, I'm not looking not forward to. I'm not no. see it. <laughs> I just saw the preview, and it's so obvious that it's CGI. Or in the uh, the Mummy Returns, the Scorpion with the the oh yeah the rock the rock, the rock that uh, was so torso horrible. It's so unfinished. I know and unpolished and not that's very it. Nice. So it's you know, if you if you're doing a, a big special effects movie, do it right. Yeah, d- d- or don't, do don't 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 do it half-assed. Yeah, that that's it. Don't show it if it's not d- well done. It's it, we're not the it's not the first Starfighter anymore. You can do a little put a little bit more money into it, and you can get a nice product. Yeah, you you would indeed get a nice product, but I'm still you know I'm still you? hesitating about this because. I'm I'm pretty sure that yes, sometimes sometime in I'm not gonna say near future because I don't want to say in the next fifteen twenty five years. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking way over that. You're th- you're thinking fifty years from now, at least. It will be the happening. Matrix in fifty what, what years. Are you, what are you thinking? <laughs> Sim one? Did you see that? No. What no, it's um it's a movie where. Uh, Robert De Niro creates this computer program. Oh, uh, uh, the actress? Yes, the actress. The virtual actress. Yeah. My sister watched it a million times, but... Ma- imagine... It, uh, it, it, she to- it, it's, she's totally not real. Mm-hmm. But the, there is actually an actress that plays Sim 1. Yeah. So. But imagine that uh, a virtual actor, you know, a company build a great model that it's yeah. that it easy to animate. Yeah. And this model is sold to movies yep. to use as an actor. You yep. know, the, the... An actress. An actress or actor. an actor. Simone. You know? Simone. Did you see that? No. You know, and they, they, it's the same as actors, so 
but it costs not a million bucks or ten million bucks per movie. No, it costs a lot more to make it. Make yeah, photorealistic. But you, you can sell it. You know, but you know the idea for this show came because I saw an, an, an interview with Andy Serkis, who yeah. was the actor behind Gollum on the Lord he of the Rings trilogy. He was snubbed at yeah. the Academy. Yes, oh, yes. Uh, Andy, if you like, for some reason, listen to this show. <laughs> in, in you sh- you should have gotten more than you should have gotten more than what he deserved. Um, Sean Astin, Andy Serkis did the yeah. best job on that movie. That's right. There's a great an- example of why a CGI character needs. An actor behind it. That's exactly. Right. right now. Because without Andy Circus behind Gollum, I don't think they you could have done convincing animate. Gollum. No. Because they even use his, his facial. You can see his facial tra- traits in yeah. Gollum. And you can hear his voice and his movements. And it's just so Everything fluid. was captured, right? Exactly. That's it. So, And they used uh, pictures of him for the base of the... I the think Gollum concert. is... Is the best thing CGI ever made right now. I think so too. You know, screw so Jar Jar. No, Jar Jar. You know, it's easy to 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 do a creature that's not human like. Like, I wouldn't. Gollum. Not easy, but easier. Yeah. Gollum is human-ish. Yeah, human-ish. He was human. It's he like was a, hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> a human on heroin. <laughs> you know. For forty <laughs> yeah. thousand years. <laughs> Little less than that, but still. Uh, basically, the fact came that he made a really nice comment when asked that question, do you think CGI is going to take over Hollywood? And he said, there's no way that's going to happen. And I totally agree with him with him because there's this ex- facial expressions that goes into uh, a character when an actor plays it that is really not going into a simple CGI But Sebastian, even even Gollum. Okay, okay. So let, let's. I'm just gonna play devil's advocate here. I agree with you, but painters they can get beautiful facial images. Yes, like they can get the expressions down all the way. Why can't a digital animator? Because right now, uh, yeah, I, I'm just. I'm saying right now. No, no, no. We're let talking. Let no, we're talking. No, no, no. I'm. I'm saying this is yeah, gonna happen in any time. Like in a million years, when the technology is perfected, they'll be able to get the expression down perfect. So they don't will. say me they won't be able to. No, 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 they will, but not in the near future. No. You know when this Obviously. will happen? It will happen when we'll actually have some AI to, wor- to work with us. Oh, God, not AI. <laughs> to get us. Yeah. Oh, yes, AI. I don't like AI. The machine will take over. <laughs> we'll have, we'll have, day, we'll have uh, all 9,000. <laughs> we'll all have a, a droid slave, you know. There's I robot. A, I robot. The, the, the film with Will Smith. But I think it's 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 taken from the anime animated no, no no but you know the the yeah, yes the uh, robot uh, was uh, decided to uh, get back at his owner <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to s- because animatrix is a lot inspired by they Asimov, yeah. but anyway yeah but basically the matrix totally go against the laws of robotics from Asimov yes. but that's totally another subject so yeah. we're going to go back to CGI thinking overall there was a good uh, good Ouija Hey, have, talk, uh, have they talked about Tron? Did you see the first Tron? I didn't well, see first. Tron. I was too young. I'm sorry, and I don't want to see it. I see it. It was, you know... It's it's a Disney movie. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like that Spy Kids movie, 3D? No, I, it's mm. very old. I don't. I really don't believe so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, it's... I think it's weird in, in this way that you have those people being like... 
aspired somehow into the computer circuits, and they have to fight their way out. There's been so many movies like that now. Yeah, yeah. The Matrix being the most recent. Yeah, but <laughs> it all came. You know, it all came from that one movie. You know, yeah. and it's incredible. Uh, the, the the special effects are interesting. There was some. Some painting CGI, if you if you might say, you know, from over facing facing over, but that's about it. There was no major CGI scenes. No, in maybe, maybe a little blue screen. But I, I think it. that actually the um, the first movie to re- you really use CGI was the Last Starfighter. The Last Starfighter. The title. It's been on. Watch TV a little bit more. Watch Danny. Okay. <laughs> it's on every now and then. Um, they used they was like they were. Remember, like it's like a game like Space Invader, and this guy comes and he tells him, "Well, it really does exist, and it's just a training program." It's really cheesy, but oh my god, <laughs> it, it's entertaining when you're eight, nine, ten years old. Okay. And they actually it was the first movie they used CGI for the uh, ships. Oh. Because it was kind of cool. Before Star Wars. Uh, uh Star Wars. It was. They didn't use CGI. Yeah, in it was Star models, Wars. Yeah. It, late eighties, early nineties. Okay. That that's w- another thing. Why episode three does not lower the number of effects to have a more original trilogy feel of the effects? Um, you know, I think they'd have to. I, th- I think they'd have to do a special edition like one with cheesy, horribly made CGI. Not to get it to look like this. These special editions. No, but just less effects, more story. You know? I don't think that's the feel of the no, original. No, uh, the we know the, the we know the film with a lot of blue screen again. So it's not because the movie has two t- over two thousand special effects. I'm not saying it's gonna be that bad. it's going to be like less human feel, or that it's going to be less you know emotion. That it's going to be emotionless or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we were proven that by uh, just by the look of uh, Return of the King, and. I do agree with Danny that it's, it's basically for flyover shots that's you got to use CGI. That, you know, big, big vision like that. You Characters, uh, I don't believe that. You know, Jar Jar is no, but aliens, creatures, uh, vehicles, and cities, uh, everything. That, that's really easy for animators because yeah, there's it's no not human. Uh, texturized yeah. skin or anything. But um, I'm wondering, for the Alien vs. Predator, will they use CGI? Probably F that time. There will be some CGI. There will most of likely course. be some CGI. Has anyone seen the internet trailer? Yes. I saw the featurette. No. The, the trailer just came out this week. Oh, okay. It, I think I it got pulled. Why? It was so, too gore? Too soon. Okay, too soon. Um, anyway, Sebastian's br- happy that he saved it. Um, oh, yes. okay. <laughs> Show me after the show. Uh, um, I don't have it on my oh <laughs> okay. laptop. Um, anyway, that movie will be interesting to see because the originals were made without CGI. Yeah. That's it. Well, the Predator, it's that's easy to put a guy in the suit. Yeah, it's easy. The to Alien, get it's a little bit trickier. Well, the Alien, the original, is mo- much more of an ambiance. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't really have to show the Alien a lot. Yeah. I yeah. didn't see the other ones, though, I can't say. You know, it. It. what really, we, really... They used CGI, actually, in the last Alien, I think, Resurrection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What really pisses me off about all this entire story is that you got all the critics in Hollywood shouting at George Lucas. You know, don't use CGI that much. You're gonna take over our actors' jobs. Blah blah blah. When, when, in 1963, Jim Henson went on the show, the Jim, the Jimmy Dean show, with Wolf the Dog. 
Is he like Your dog is taking the place of an actor? No When he came up with his movie With his Muppets With Sesame Street Was he taking Was he taking the job of, of, of some actors? No No he was creating other jobs He was creating other jobs, and that's that's exactly what's happening with digital uh, imagery, with CGI. Yeah, but puppets, it, it's not real. Puppets are not real, and that's the, that's exactly the, where I was going. Puppets are not real; they don't look real. They cannot replace a but human. But CGI could actually look real, and sure, you can uh, you can mostly replace a human with CGI, but you don't want to do it. The Alien vs Predator trailer is supposed to be back online. Okay. So, we'll take a look at it. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you if there's anything that's been pulled. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's it. You know, I, I think that like CGI is actually, it's a tool. It's not something that you must actually make a film out of, you know, just CGI. It's a tool you can use to actually put your ideas on paper, well, on film. On film and, and get it better. And on the big screen. And just get it better. And to actually, talking about getting better, I, was actu I actually watched... Star Wars Episode 1 and Star Wars Episode 2 back to back last week it's incredible just difference just Jar Jar Binks is different from one to the other of course it's been 10 years but <laughs> 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 I should smack you for that <laughs> no I mean look, the, the, the digital look of it is different because you, you can actually see a really big difference and I hope that the step they will take for Episode 3 will be just as big Or at least half as big as the one they took from episode one to episode. Well, of course, it won't be three years. You really want me to throw you <laughs> out the window? <laughs> But did you like the the the, the Gungan versus the Droid Army? It's the, the it's first okay. all CGI, you know. It's okay, I don't I don't think it's bad. Don't think it's too. No, oh. it's not dirty enough. Uh, the the. Image quality? Yeah. It's okay. No, it's too it's too pure. You know? Don't you think? Like maybe uh it, Because it's not the style of Star Wars. Yeah. Like you could say that, but um it's hard to say. Because you could say because they're not shot on the same type of film. Mm -hmm. So they have an obvious quality difference. Yeah. I won't compare it to the Clone War the beginning beginning of the Clone War in Attack of the Clone. I saw it on a digital screen and you can see forever in the screen it's so pure you can see <laughs> the, the, the small clone trooper four kilometers away you can almost see his number and and that so was that was only a TV screen yeah <laughs> so, so just just imagine a, a, a big theater yeah but that, a digital that's projector that's too that's too clean interesting you think the it's too clean the, I, the, I, the explosion I, are too clean you know what you know what Danny it's up to the director yeah point of view because you'll get some directors who are going to want to sh shoot on video you're going to get some directors going to want to shoot on film on 16 millimeter mm -hmm. you're going to get some directors going to want to shoot only on digital like pure digital not the mini DV mm -hmm. or video it's going to be different styles and because you can get different types of film stock to have different feels for your film and it's just going to it's just going to have more possibilities for filmmakers to express themselves if George Lucas wants to give a clean feel to his movies Go for it. Th that's what he's trying to express. But I think it's... You it should put a filter, a dirty filter or a something. A dirty filter, but then it takes away why would he shoot in video. Yeah, yeah. Might as well shoot in film or yeah. in video. Yeah. 
He's experimenting also, so might as well he just cut it back on one of those whole tables like Steven Spielberg still yeah. does. Yeah. Well, he's a pioneer. That's so right. We have to respect that. It's but always I'll say, I'll say again. Trend. I think his Star Wars movies are are portfolio pieces for his company. For his companies. It's not a bad mm. thing. I enjoy them. They're cute little films. Well, something we can say about some production notes. Uh, that's. You know, it's not revealing any spoiler. Uh, one of the effects that ILM is working on right now is about a layer above the layer of skin that will actually have the light reflect through it, you know? So you really have this deepness to the skin. That'd be cool. That's a lot of creatures they're making, so I really can't wait to see episode 3. It's gonna be a killer. <laughs> I-, I have no doubt the special effects will be mind-blowing and blah, 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 blah. And they'll be even more... Even cooler than Weta because they've had a year or more to work on them, so they'll be beautiful and stuff. Yeah. But that isn't really the case all the time. Yeah. I, I'm sure that the well, I, well, I won't go into spoilers, but yes, there will be a, a space battle in in the Star Wars movie. Of course, there will always yeah. be a space. Battle. I'm sure it will be mind blowing to see. Mind blowing, like blowing up explosions. Yeah. Not to give away anything because there's always something blowing up. Yep. <laughs> Shh. Hush, boys. Okay, well, we're going to go to Xenosphere right now. Uh, we're going to be calling him. And uh, we'll see what he has to say about the subject. Let us see. Hello? Hi, Xenosphere. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing fine. You're live on Star Wars on Direct. Hi. So, what's your thought on CGI taking over Hollywood? Uh, I think right now is where it should stay. It shouldn't go any farther, really, but I know it will. And uh, I, I know that once Mark Hamill said about George Lucas that if there was a way to make movies without actors, that he would. But I don't know. I, I just don't see that happening. Like a fully computerized movie with, like, uh, not like Toy Story, but like Final Fantasy. Hmm. Final Fantasy: The Spirit Wouldn't maybe. Yeah, but I mean, even with with like maybe computer. Uh, generated uh, voices or something. That's another point. The voices, they're not yet there to uh, synthesize voices without actors. They're far from that. Yeah. You know? But um, I think epi- episodes one and two, the, uh, all the CGI and everything, that's perfect. Uh, but I don't think it should go any farther. I mean, you, you need to keep a sense of reality. Mm-hmm. And... The next step would be to replace the actors because it's almost all CGI now. <laughs> so uh, there's only the actors left. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're still using models for uh, backgrounds and everything. Models that are filmed and blown up uh, and put on the blue screen, but they're still model at the base. Yeah. But, you know, uh, the next step would be all no models, no actors. No, nothing except a computer screen, a mouse, yeah. and a keyboard. But but will it would it attract uh, an audience? An all CGI movie? It it w- it would need to be perfect to uh, for people to buy it, buy it to if buy into the story. If it's something, would you believe some people would go see a movie that is somewhere in between Final Fantasy and Star Wars Episode Two? Uh, yeah, I think they would. I mean, considering people. Go see uh, Drek and everything. I don't see. I mean, people will still watch cartoons and everything. And 
Yeah. I don't see why no, why nobody w- wouldn't want to do something like that, like a movie like that. Yeah. We have to say that Shrek is in the animation genre instead of maybe the classic movie uh, type. So it's it's probably a different audience. If you do a drama type of movie, uh, all CGI, I don't know how the audience would buy that story. There was by the visual. There was actually um, an, uh, a version of uh, Tr- Tristan and Iselt on, uh, that was uh, made for uh, this past uh, holiday season. I didn't get to see it, but apparently it was fairly good. Okay. But I don't think it got much su- success. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm just imagining a story like, let's say, The Sixth Sense, all CGI. Mm. I- imagine, uh, would the audience buy into that? A movie like The Others, all in CGI. Nah. You know? I, I don't I don't think it, it, it could be it wouldn't be possible for and for uh, an audience to buy into that. And of course you just change the plot line a little bit and you have you have the movie ab- being about uh, the the the, ca- the main characters being animated characters. Oh man. And not being ghosts or anything like that. <laughs> that would even make a funny movie at this point. But uh do you think that you know we're going to see more Jar Jar Binks taking over jobs f- uh, from people like Hammond Best or other actors like that? Or is it more the stuntsmen that are going to get it? Um, well, I guess that would open more stuff for the voice actors and everything. But I think it depends on uh, the movies that are coming out because I guess depending on uh, what the character would be. I mean, aliens, you have to do that, I guess. I guess costumes are outdated some of them mm-hmm. but um, as for humans I don't think like we'll see anything like Final Fantasy related anytime uh, too soon yeah we're we're still fro- far from that yeah everything sci-fi and fantasy yeah uh, you, you use a lot of effects in them but all the, the more traditional movies that don't basically have effects you know a, a, a movie, uh, like I said, uh, the others doesn't need a lot of, uh, of effects. Yeah. Can basically film that, and and the other thing is that uh, having a lot of CGI get the post production too long to do. Yeah. You know? Well, uh, do you have uh, an, anything else to say, uh, Xeno? Um. Well, I just want to say that I like where CGI is right now. And if I could have it my way, I would keep it how it is now, and I wouldn't have it go backwards or forwards or anything. Yeah. You think there's just enough right now? Yeah. CGI. That was great. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Okay. And uh, we're going to be calling Seftarian now. <laughs> Brian just missed his shot at the microphone. <laughs> there you go. Did you have something to say? No? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it. As I said, you better when you're silent and just smiling. What the hell is what that? What was that? <laughs> okay, let me try this again. What, I'm... I, I, it's, not, it's not my fault. What, because you're that kind of guy? The kind of guy who's just, like, better looking at it at him than uh, smiling? Why are there... 
something eight nine. <laughs> We're trying to get the uh, <laughs> the numbers like right. Too many numbers in there. <laughs> Oh, there you go. There's a ring. <laughs> hello? Yes, hello, Sefterian. Yes. Hi, this is Sebastian from uh, Star Wars on Direct. You're on the air. What What are your thoughts about uh, CGI for taking over Hollywood? I really don't think it's taking over Hollywood. My take on it is it's complimenting. And we are in the computer age right now. And this is something I said in the chat room a few minutes ago, that the only reason it's really being got to the point where the big deal is the fact of we're in the computer age, so computers are part of not, you know, chatting on the internet as well as making movies, and the only reason that, uh, you know, it's being posted, that all these shots and whatnot are being done for episode three, well, they still did the same amount of work when it came to Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. It's just that we didn't find out about it until after the movie was done and, you know, all the, uh, the post-production work then came out on newsstand, does it? Yeah, that's another thing. If we didn't know that there was CGI, we, we would be blown away if we, we wouldn't know uh, in advance. Right. So I think a lot of the element of surprise that really drew us to the original trilogy is kind of lost. Because it's already there. It's being presented to us, you know, simply by the, the StarWars.com website and everything else. So, you know, we're, we're getting a little bit of this ahead of time. So I think a lot of the, the anticipation and, and the joy that we once had, at least for those, you know, as old as I am, I saw the, the original trilogy when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that feeling that I once had is kind of gone now because I can find out about it ahead of time. And, you know, just by reading something on the Internet. The information is is a way, and we know too much too too early. <laughs> yeah, basically, we know too much too soon. Yeah, that's so sad. Sadly enough, <laughs> <laughs> but there's still movies that keep it keep their surprise till the end. Yeah, know how to not have too much spoiler, but there's always uh, leaks. That's right. I, I think it's more of the fan base. You yeah. want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. Nobody cares about Spider-Man 2. We all know what's going to happen in the end. <laughs> you know? But it's like, we know, we know exactly the same thing for Star Wars, but for some reason, the way it's going to be happening, since we've never ever seen it, not even on paper and comics, well, right. we're curious. You know? And that's, what, that's one of the things that actually makes the Star Wars uh, fandom so special. It's the curiosity it raises it raises into us. Yeah, the how can I say this? Damn, I need more vocabula- vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> we'll buy you a dictionary, yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, Spider-Man Two and uh, Lucasfilm is kind of very loosely related. Because the uh, the actor who plays Doctor Octopus was in. Uh, of the Lost Oh, I didn't know that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was your fact of the day. The, the actor who plays Dr. Octopus in Spider-Man 2 was in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, there you go. We can, we can actually now... I'm going to see if somebody in the chat room can figure it out. Oh, <laughs> watch the chat and see if somebody comes up with the answer. Okay. 
We can actually uh, do the six degree of Star Wars to uh, Spider-Man now. <laughs> okay, well, is that all you got to say? That's pretty much it. Okay. I don't really have anything else I could really add to it. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. And talk to you next time. All right, take care. Bye. Okay. Well, we don't have... We have only two more people to call. We have some emails to read. But also? we got one email that we must oh, read. Yeah, there is. W- it, it actually, we, we actually only received one email uh, from. Are you serious? Yeah, from from our fans this time around. Seriously. Okay. Uh, the other emails were to call people. To, to were were in order for, for us you to call them. You need to email us. <laughs> <laughs> That's Brian. I think I think Brian oh, wrote some fan mail. No, the uh, the mic just. Ooh. No, that was bad. Here you go. That's not what did I do, it's what did you do. Don't don't play with the thing. That was you. That was you. Okay. Stop playing with my mic. (laughs) Actually, I paid for that. (laughs) 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 And I generously give it away to Danny. (laughs) So, we actually received an email for none other than than, uh, Black Wolf, the Dragon dragon Master from New York. So, we had to read it. Greetings, denizens of Star Wars on direct. Blackwolf the Dragon Master here. Responding to your question of the week, is CGI taking over Hollywood? Here's what I think. CGI is so dominant in Hollywood today. When 20th Century Fox asked animator Don Bloth to set up an animation facility in Phoenix, Arizona several years ago, their idea was to attempt to make a bid to unseat Disney's dominion of traditional two-dimensional hand-drawn animation. Alas, after two theatrical tune features, Anastasia and Titan AE, flopped at the U.S. box office and having put out one direct-to-home uh, video, Batrock Bartok the Magnificent, the Foxies got cold feet and shut down Fox Animation Studios, thereby pretty much ending Don Blood's career. The man had, after all, a few terrible business decisions during the time he made his subsequent animated features in Dublin, Ireland. Yes, of course, Guinness and animation will not mix properly. And why <laughs> Why was this? Well, as you'll recall, in 1979, Dunn, along with John Pomeroy and Gary Goldman, had, had led a group of disgruntled Disney's artists to, who believed that the Mouse Factory no longer upheld the principles maintained by its founders. We all see now that Dunn's belief have done to him many in the, anima- in the animation industry. The man is pretty much damaged goods. Whereas the more loyal among his admirers have helped him establish www.dunbloth.com to basically help him to get back into the game before before he dies. Still, the bottom line the bottom line is simply this CGI represents, in my in my humble opinion, the end of traditional 2D hand drawn animation. The recent divorce of Pixar and Disney, if you will, ha- if you will, happened because Pixar felt that Disney wasn't giving them a reasonable piece of the pie. Now, anyone can battle for the right to make an animated feature in CGI. It's just that now Disney will never again be as dominant in terms of animation as they were 50 years ago. Um, there you go. <laughs> That's all the comments he had. And that was the wise Black Wolf, the, the Dragon, Dragon Master. Master. <laughs> of course. I, I, I loved that Pixar and Disney split. I thought that was so cool. <laughs> I, Pixar I, can get as much money as they want for whatever movies they make now. That, that was bold from Steve Jobs to do so. 
what do you expect from Steve Jobs? Seriously. That's exactly that's exactly <laughs> what I so expected I, I, from Steve Jobs. <laughs> it was it was really cool. Well, you know, there's one movie that's coming up in the chat and in Black Wolf's uh, email, and that's Titan AE. Mm-hmm. To I which didn't even see that movie. To which we we most likely it played all saw every single time. Every time we went to see the Phantom Menace, you saw a trailer for yeah, that's it. Yeah, I remember the trailer. But and about boy, it was so loud that thing. And about I, one annoying. year and a half later, we I, we actually finally saw the movie. You know, I totally had forgot about Titan A. I remember seeing the trailer when I actually it was like saw a big ship traveling through the screen. That's, yeah, that's it. it. Got a really annoying. W- when I finally saw the uh, the movie a year and a half later. And, you know, I really love the fact that they had a planet named Planet Bob at the end of the movie. <laughs> Sorry for spoiling it for you. But is the movie at the least... The movie is actually, I believe, worth the watching. story, maybe? I like mm-hmm. the storyline of the movie. Okay. It's not something that's never been done before. It's basically people, well, Hurtlings, uh, rebuilding a second Battle Hurt. Star Galactica. Okay. But it's done in a way that is still funny and nice to look at. So... <laughs> we don't worry, um, Nathan. We're gonna be coming to you, and you, you can tell about Disney screwing up. <laughs> you'll you'll have your Disney did not screw up. Your chance. They're falling apart. That's it. It's the mouse. The mouse emporium is is over. The mouse mu- mu- must now. Somebody put down some rat poison. Ugh. Not the same since then. Would you see that? You, you just like put this big bag of rat poison at the head of uh, Disneyland or something. <laughs> <laughs> or MGM Studios. That would be so funny. Hilarious. The only thing I think they have going for them is Miramax. Yes. And that's because of Kevin Smith's movies. <laughs> of course. <laughs> there you go. Um, is there anything else we have to say? We're going to call uh, Cheetah right now. Because she has she she does have some things to say about the... Uh, Oh, main subject. Okay, watch out, because it's going to beep, like, loudly. There's something wrong. Wrong. It's not supposed to go that far. Hello? Hello, Cheetor. How you doing? Very good. You didn't warn me. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I to- it, it totally like came out of the blue. Are you okay? Is it okay? Can, can we talk to you right now? Would you rather have us calling you back? Uh, you can talk to me right now. You just scared me out of the death. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> um, okay. Well, what do you think about CGI taking over Hollywood? Oh, uh, oh. Well, I think... Like somebody was saying earlier, uh, I I think it's really good of where it is right now, because mm-hmm. y- you know you could use it for so many things. Um, oh gosh, um, you know for movies like Lord of the Rings and all that, because you need like those kind of effects for you know a fantasy movie. You know, if not, it's not believable. But I really do think it is taking over Hollywood to a certain extent. Okay. Which extent would that be? <laughs> um, just as, to me, I think having too much CGI is ruining a movie. You know, in a sense, like Star Wars, you know, the prequel. Because that's the, that's the, those two are the main movies that really bug me about CGI. Because you guys were talking about the 
Gungan droid uh, battles in Episode One. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when I first saw it, I thought, yes, it was cool because you know I got to see it on the big screen, Star Wars on the big screen. But I felt like it was a too cartoony CGI battle. Yeah. But it, you know, it looked like it was supposed to be cartoony while we have these two other, you know, more important fights, and they just put that in there just to add time. Yeah, scenes with with humans did look real, and mm-hmm. each time you go I- into the in the prairies where there was the battle, it seems like y- you were in another genre of movies. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> almost. Yep, yep. <sighs> and uh, I don't know. I just really think that CGI should be used when it's absolutely needed, not just to throw it in there. Just say, oh, you know, look what we can do. You know, yeah. uh, like one movie, as everybody knows, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And for me, they used it the way it should have been used. You know, of course, you know, they used CGI for uh, the Skull of the Pirates and uh, for certain scenes, like um, like a window scene of looking out of Port Royal. Mm-hmm. So a small window that was, you know, CG, you know, uh, in the beginning of the movie. To me, that was okay, but... You know, I think they used it really well. They used models. They rebuilt, you know, themselves Port Royal. And mm-hmm. to me, that's the way I like it because you get to see that part of realism. And it shows me that they really do care about making the movie. Yeah. You can so compare it to uh, Lord of the Ring. The Weta Workshop did a lot of modeling uh, with the... They, they did all the armor, all the, you know... Mm-hmm. And there was a big... Uh, Like uh, I need the words now. <laughs> a big uh, effort to put the realism in there. Yeah. Without with, without going CGI. Yeah, like uh oh gosh, that one kingdom uh, that they introduced in the two towers. I can't remember their name right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Rohan. Yes. Uh, you know they built most of that themselves, and then at the end, of the, you know, after they were done, you know, they completely tore down. And when you go and see where. Got it. You can you won't know that they did it there. Mm-hmm. The, the, you're talking about the city of Edoras. Are, are you sure? Yes. <laughs> I, I've heard <laughs> seen uh, the tower since I first saw it. <laughs> okay. <sighs> yes. <sighs> But like I said, you guys scared me, so I had everything that I was going to say go out the window. <laughs> try, try, try to get it back. <laughs> <laughs> Or got, got, uh, write it down. You yeah, know. I, yeah. Um, Or just notes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Um. But like I, you know, like I said, Star Wars. I really, really hoped that it was going to be really story driven, and with the, all the CGI, it really, you know, disappointed me. Yes, for space battles and all that, but I hate the idea of having a CG shot in every single scene. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said. It loses that feeling of realism. Yeah. You have to make it, you know, human in some sense, or you're, yeah. you know, you're going to lose your audience and they're going to drift off. Mm. Which exactly what I did in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. The point in, in the Star Wars movie should be to take the focus on the character and the story, not putting putting every detail in the background for people try it, uh, unfocus. Uh, 
the characters like to go into thousand things going on at the same time. Yeah, you know, in the Coruscant pursuit in Attack of the Clone, are you really looking at the the speeder that Anakin and Obi Wan are in, or are you looking around? You know. <laughs> yeah, it's like Pedro. The only part I cared about in uh, Attack of the Clones was the um, Anakin. Padme relationship. That was mm-hmm. the only really part I cared about because of all the stuff that was going around and, you know, even with me being an Obi-Wan fan, I even lost interest in that mm-hmm. because I was just so overwhelmed I couldn't concentrate. Yeah, there, there was a lot less CGI in those scenes with uh, Anakin and Padme, you know, in the field, uh, at the supper. Yes, at the supper, there, there were some... CGI that were too uh, too easy to spot, you know, uh, the 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 fruit that they cut that was too easy to spot mm-hmm. as a CGI, but the interaction and the 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 decor, the the how do you say that? The backgrounds. The backgrounds were real. Yeah. Okay, so Sebastian is. No, that's okay. Keep on. Well, okay. actually, you know, talking about the pear scene, if we, if uh, if you want to take it that yeah. way. Um, just like you know, it's. How would you have done it in real life? Would you would you have had Anakin taking a pear from the table, slicing you know, it, and just like throwing the slice at Padme? You know, <laughs> suspended on a on a <laughs> on a, uh, on a wire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the old time uh, sci-fi movie with the <laughs> the flying saucer on on <laughs> on the <a> string. <laughs> It would it would have been so bad. Well, I think they shouldn't have even done it in the first place. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just thought but it was a little corny just to add another yeah. effect. But one one of the most beautiful scene was the the first kiss of Anakin and Padme. It's all uh, an outside scene. There's I don't think there's too much CGI out there, if any, mm-hmm. uh, in the scene on the the I'm retreat on the balcony yeah. on the balcony. Uh, not really a balcony, but you know, mm-hmm. on the terrace. <laughs> terrace. Could you say that that way? Say it that way. I think you could say it that way. Yeah. Yes, you can say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> we got Kit Fist in the background. Yes, you can say it. <laughs> well, actually, uh, talking about a scene, uh, you know that they could have left some dialogue in there. Uh, I'm just going to read it from the Art of Episode Two Star Wars uh, book here. Uh, Anakin. Well, uh, just after uh, Anakin goes into a room after uh, on the morning after the, the pursuit and everything uh, Padme says uh, don't try to grow up too fast to the comment that uh, he's ready to take trials and mm-hmm. all and Master Kenobi doesn't see it Anakin I am grown up you said it yourself and that's when he looks deeply into Padme's eyes Padme don't look at me like that Anakin why not Padme because I can see what you're thinking <laughs> so you have Jedi powers too and, you know, you have Dormy watching with concern about the scene. Padme says, makes me feel uncomfortable. Sorry, milady. So, you know, there's two lines that have been cut from the original mm-hmm. script here. Because I can't see what you're thinking, so you have Jedi powers too. You know, that's one of the two things, two, th- those simple two lines. Had they stayed in that scene, it would have made it just more powerful, mm-hmm. if you ask me. But, you know, we had to look at Coruscant. Mm. So they had to cut it somewhere. You you had to look at the little droids repairing the the window. That's it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but the, 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 it's too it's too much detail, you know. Yeah. In the special edition, 
uh, when Luke arrived uh, in the speeder with Obi-Wan and they put a big run tool right in front passing in front of the camera w what the hell <laughs> well you know sometimes in a CG animator's life there comes a point where he has to decide do I really want to give me a really freaking big headache for next six months or do I just want to put something really big and brown in front of him <laughs> <laughs> so they went they went with the taking the, the something big and brown in front of it oh yeah. just tell you guys I did look uh, I did managed to watch the original uh, A New Hope yeah. edition. Okay. And then after that, I watched the special edition, and I love the original much better. Here you go. And you know, shooting first. <laughs> 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 it's like the worst idea. <laughs> just like. Yeah, and um, well, thing is, is that I just didn't really like, you know, the CG that they added in because it, it's. I don't know. It, it kind of made the movie a little worse. Well, it didn't. Okay, yes, it did, and in yes, it didn't. Yeah, in it some did, some scenes, it did in the way that some scenes were totally out of character. Now, mm -hmm. Guido shooting first, yeah. and in other case, it was just too nice. Jabba the Hutt should not look that nice. Well, I'm talking about of the CG added in. It looked, you know, too new into the original footage. Okay. You know, they should have at least attempted to look like it could have fitted. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you had two eras of filmmaking in one movie. Mm -hmm. And it was a too, a, a, a too big of a contrast. Mm -hmm. That's it. But there are scenes like space battles that they added into the... And at the end of the, the, the Battle of Yavin, that's great. Mm -hmm. They should stay there. You know, yeah, because it's not human. It's it's in space. You got it's only a, a, it's only a, a starfighter model that you move around. Mm -hmm. and that's, that's it. Okay. Well, the only reason I mentioned that part was, you know, I'm a big art geek, and I can really tell, you know, the quality of uh, colors and all that. So I had to mention it. So totally right totally all right <laughs> feel free to mention whatever you want <laughs> okay uh anything else mm, i can't think of any okay well we're gonna let you go Alrighty. thank you very much for being on the show mm -hmm. and uh i'm not gonna spoil everyone but i'm gonna tease them and tell them that you're gonna be back next show with something very interesting for us right yes 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 there you go so we'll talk to you next show okay bye-bye bye here you go Now is it time for Nathan? It's time for the Nathan man, so we're going to be calling the Nathan man. Is he is he in store? He is in store. And we have something in store for Nathan also. And we also have something in, something in store for Nathan. Hope he enjoys it. You <laughs> 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 the evil laugh. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Nathan. How you doing? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. Okay, so we're just going to play your intro right now. Uh, let me find it. Okay, here's and, Big uh, Mo's intro. <laughs> There you go. And we got a really special moon music just for you, Nathan. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is it that you wanted to rant, uh, to rant about on this CGI taking over Hollywood? Okay, um, on, the CGI, on the CGI thing, the uh, first thing that, that came up, Jamie Goodwin and I were talking about this. Uh, just briefly, I just, you know, got to disagree 
to tether a little bit, a little bit, uh, on the whole pair floating thing. Yeah. We're, we're going with the idea that it was intentional to show that he's kind of casually using the force and, and and not revering it the way he should. But that could just be us reading interpretation into bad writing. <laughs> okay. But on the CG on the CGI uh, taking over thing. Yes. I'm not too worried. I mean, I teach economics, so I'm not too worried about the notion of it taking away jobs because obviously, you know, if you've got a job taken away in one place, another one usually winds up being created for it if it stays within the uh, within the country or whatever. Which yeah, that's right. Me is as much as CGI is being used now, especially the way it was used in the prequels. What I'd be worried about is these small small communities, small uh, countries in some cases where when people go and try to shoot a movie in an exotic location, they have to go to these far-off places, cart everybody aboard a plane, all their equipment, pay all kinds of money, Mm -hmm. and they bring money to the economies of wherever they stay and wherever they film. Well, now it's getting to the point where we might see, you know, a lot of those places wind up having some some economic hardship because these filmmakers are going to just fall back on CGI backgrounds and so forth. Or, I mean, for all we know, we could get to a point where when you're just looking at something like... uh, I think it was the opening shot of Independence Day was what I was thinking of. But you have films where people are going to be bouncing around on the moon or something like that, and you see the, the Earth in the distance. Well, why not save that CG environment and use it in another film? Well, who's to say that's not going to happen, you know, for jungles or for deserts or, yeah. or you know, mountainscapes or something like that, that people will just save it, and then as soon as they need it, plug it in, and all those people who would normally be traveling and taking all that money to the different locales aren't going to be there anymore. I mean, there are certain communities where the the, the films that go there um, to get these exotic shots are a significant portion of their income throughout the year. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be like if you went to, is it South Dakota, I guess, where Mount Rushmore is, and you just blew up Mount Rushmore and took out that big tourist attraction that's one of the biggest draws to that, that location, you know? Mm-hmm. Indeed. It seems to me like that, that would be the bigger impact, at least immediately. Not so much people people being replaced because there's always going to be people needed for voices, for motion capture, and that stuff like you've already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, would you basically what you're what you're saying is that uh, Tunisia is going to go poor again, <laughs> and that America is going to go rich again? Oh, wait, so wait, 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 Tunisia was ever not. <laughs> <laughs> so so basically, George W. Bush should support CGI. Yes, George W. Bush should support CGI because if he can if he can do anything to affect that that dastardly movie business in the axis of evil, if he can if he can pull some of that some of the location shooting from uh, North Korea, uh, Iran, Afghanistan, then maybe you know. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. But for, for to hear some people tell it, and I'm not a big Bush supporter. I'm. I'm going Democrat, whoever it might be. I'm not a huge supporter of Bush after a few things he's done in the last <laughs> year or so. But so here's some people say it. He he staged the most elaborate special effects work ever on September 11th of 2001. And oh. <laughs> anybody who says that should be, you know, shot because I mean, yeah, it's not treasonous, but but it's it's such a disgrace to say. It. But that that's another one of my little pet peeves. That and the people who say the Holocaust never happened and stuff like that. I teach history too, by the way. Okay. Oh. <laughs> So that's why you're so interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got my my background in in random historical bull, basically. Great. So, um, is that all you had to say about no. CGI? Okay, CGI. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think on CGI that that that's pretty much it. That's that, that that's the thing that's been kind of festering in the back of my mind about CGI is is the locations more than the people. Okay. 
Well, now we're going to enter to the second half of our show, and you're going to be doing the introduction, the introduction to it because uh, you have apparently a lot of things to say about it. And we're going to be talking about the Star Wars shop and uh, the major changes that are coming to the Star Wars fan club. But you had to, something to say about the StarWarsShop.com that, oh, that opened this week. Yes. Um, they sent out some information to a lot of the various webmasters about uh, the fact that the Star Wars shop was coming and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, and people got really excited about it and whatnot. We signed up for our little email notifications that for most people didn't wind up coming. Uh, but I think... The way they handled the thing with Star Wars Shop, where it was up for a little bit, and they had some, uh, apparently, information access problems, not credit cards, but some other information supposedly screwed up or sent out to another party or something, mm-hmm. and they immediately shut it down and are trying to fix it. I think that and what happened with the Clone Wars cartoons kind of helps to show that a lot of the, the, the people who are out there saying, well, Lucas is in this for the money, Lucasfilm is in this for the money, and granted, they're in it for profit, but the idea that, oh, well, they don't care about the fans, screw the fans, and all that kind of stuff, I think it kind of goes to prove those people wrong because with the Clone Wars cartoons, they went up as streaming. You couldn't save them through quick time. Yeah. People gripe, and within 24 hours, they had it changed to something you could save. And here, the Star Wars shop, there's no way we could have possibly known that any of the information could have gone out, especially since it wasn't credit card information. Mm-hmm. It's not like it would have shown up. We might have just gotten a, a telemarketer's call or something. <laughs> and yet, as soon as they knew this was a problem, they shut it down, and not only shut it down, but... They, they got at least, based on what I've heard, there were some people who put in orders on the first day during those hours who did not get the free patches. That means there has to have been at least 500 orders just yeah. to use up the patches before they went to anything else. And now they're promising everybody who put in an order is going to get the patches and everybody gets a $50 gift certificate. Well, yeah. even if there were only exactly 500 people ordering, you're talking $25,000 worth of gift certificates for this thing. Yeah. And that's even for people like me. I put in an order that after taxes or after shipping was like 42 bucks. And here I am, I'm going to get not only the patches I was going to already, you know, already be getting, but I'm going to get this $50 gift certificate that more than makes up for not only what I was going to buy, but the shipping too. They actually do seem like they're... At least the web group, yeah, they, they have problems with some launches. <laughs> but at least they do do care enough to take care of the problems quickly and sometimes even going above and beyond, like in the case of uh, the Star Wars shop. Yeah, they should test it a little more before getting it on- online, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk uh, yeah, about that. Yeah, it seems like they're, they're always, <laughs> oh my God, we got a lot of traffic. Gee, we never thought that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the last two times it happened, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they'll, they'll get it together at some point, but... but At least we know that as they're fixing problems, they're actually thinking about us more than just covering their own butt, you know? Yeah. At least it seems like that to me. So you basically got into the store and managed to place an order. Did you actually got the patches in the, or- in the order you, uh, you, you, you passed? Yep, I did. I was, uh, I was actually checking it in the evening before, uh, like, uh, the evening as it hit midnight, didn't see it or anything. Got up in the morning before I went to work. Like I said, I teach, so I'm going to work fairly early in the morning. Checked it, and it still wasn't up. And then during first period, as my students got their assignment and started working on that, I sat down at my desk and pulled it up. Saw it was open, ordered it right off. And so that's what you do in school. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> but no, but the, um, the patches were included. The uh, the Clone Wars thing. And if if you placed an order then and you aren't sure whether or not you were one of the people that it would have gone to before this whole mix-up or anything, on your invoice it actually would have come up. Like Clone Wars promo something, I can't remember what exactly that was. Yes. And the return patches or whatever, it would say over on the side, um, 
it would list those two things with price being zero. So you know whether or not they were on your invoice and would have been shipped to you if you were one of those 500 if it came up and said price is zero. And apparently some people didn't have it come up, so they must have passed 500. Did you actually uh, talk to some people who didn't got those, um, those little uh, extras? Personally, I have not, but, I, but there have been some people posting on message boards from that time talking about how they, they must have just barely missed it because after a few hours, it must have been like right before the thing went down. Um, after, after a few hours, they, were, they, you know, they got in, they placed the order, and they didn't get them. So apparently, if these people are correct in what they're saying and they're not just you know, misreading their own invoice or misreading the order page, and God forbid you've got to pay attention to those, you're going to get slapped with something. Um, it, it seems to me that, yeah, it must have been over 500, which apparently means they must have more sets of those patches than the even 500, They just went ahead and made it an even 500 so that they could have a, a set number. They're probably got, I would guess, between 500 and 600 if that's the case, because otherwise they probably would have just said the first 600 people. Yeah. Okay. I've got I've got one of the original patches from the fan club back in the 80s for Return of the Jedi, so I was just waiting for the for the the matching revenge one myself. That's that's what drove me to keep checking it and check during school, which is probably not a good thing. Yeah. Sebastian yeah. will tell his story after the break. It's similar to <laughs> yours. <laughs> But a little bit more crazy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, thank you very much for your, uh, your input on the StarWarsShop.com. Do you think uh, it's going to be coming back and coming back in a great way? Uh, I think it will be coming back. And, and even if they don't go through and change anything, from what I saw when it was open, this is a very, very nice setup. Um, it would be nice if they could hook up with Dark Horse and Del Rey and do some exclusive, maybe signed books or comics or something like that. But just as a start for the merchandise that they did have, that's some pretty cool stuff that they had. So I think I think it's going to be a big thing and maybe um, replace some certain sites that put up uh, autograph stores and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, that's that's another story. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that in another Star Wars on direct. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, well, one thing I, I, can t- I can tell you right now is because I went through all the site before it actually went down after placing my order of course because I wanted to be sure I was in the first 500 um, I actually saw uh, the Survivor Quest book signed by uh, Timothy Zan in uh, limited edition oh, so that was on Star Wars Shop that was on Star Wars Shop so I hope there's going to be s- that is that's something I'm curious about because that was also something they offered through e-signings where you could get them personally signed and all this kind of stuff so I'm wondering If, if they're going to set up special signings or if that was just something kind of in conjunction with that because he was already signing everybody's order who had, who had gone through the, the e-signings website and got them. That's actually why mine took me about a month to get instead of you know picking up at the bookstore. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but we'll see. We'll see. It'd be nice to see some more exclusive stuff and if anybody's going to have it, it's going to be them. That's I right. think that that's the point of Star Wars Shop, have exclusive things. Mm-hmm. You know? Indeed. So we're going to go to a short musical break. Thank you Thanks, for Nathan, th- and uh, thank you for being with us. And be sure to listen to the archive. There's a surprise for you. Oh God, it's going to have to do with Mo, isn't it? Oh yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Okay, so we're going to go to a short musical break now. We're going to listen to the Verve and Lucky Man, and we'll be right. Oh, on Star Wars on Direct, <laughs> the voice of Star Wars fandom.
Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Hi, this is Michael Sheard, Admiral Ozzel from The Empire Strikes Back. And you are listening to Star Wars On Direct. And welcome back to Star Wars On Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Okay, uh, what's happening with my notes here? They're like going wild. <laughs> That's what happened when you play around. With this. Okay, now we're on to our secondary subject. That's right. Um, it's about the Star Wars fan club and which direction it is taking. And we're actually going to be talking a little bit more about the StarWarsShop.com right now. Uh, Nathan actually said really nice thing about it. It's, like it's a positive rumble. I, I, I okay, have what's your name? What did you do with Nathan? <laughs> 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 He's dead, then you killed him. <laughs> I have something to say. Uh, we were looking at Sebastian's order. My invoice, that's right. Yes, yeah. and seeing if he got the stickers because and patches and stuff. And okay, let, let me tell the story. But, but, yeah, but, but, but I th- the thing that I saw, the most blaring, insulting thing, was the shipping. Sebastian bought stickers, and they slapped him a $16 Canadian... Sh- uh, that's American. That's American. A $16 shipping charge. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're just not that far away. <laughs> just, just, just let me finish. <laughs> okay, so basically, there was this announcement about the e-shop, the, the e-store that was going to be StarWarsShop.com. So we were all hyped and all. And when they actually made the announcement for the Star Wars shop, they talked they talked about this uh, nice Ralph McQuarrie, Ralph McQuarrie, uh, all all movie all movie patch sets. So. I'm like, that's nice. And they also said, the first 500 customers to get to the Star Wars shop and, and place their order will actually get Return of the Revenge. Re- Revenge of the Jedi patches and then Return of the Jedi patches. I'm like... You don't, have a, uh, you don't already have a Revenge? I already have a Revenge that I got at a convention. I really am highly doubtful it's an official, an official patch. One? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's why it's on my bag. <laughs> but, of course... You know, I'm like, oh, wow, that's really cool. It's it's really something funny. Plus, I mean, you know, me being a total freaky fan of Quebec, I had to be in one of those 500 international fans oh, yes. who were going to buy something from the StarWarsShop.com. I mean, I couldn't see the movie back in 77, and I wish I could have. Uh, I waited all night. I, I, I did my personal lineup for Star Wars Episode One. I did my little parties for Star Wars Episode 2 it was really great and now we come here and we have the Star Wars shop so on March 9th at midnight eastern time I'm looking at the at the at the, the page of the Star Wars shop and I hit the control and refresh and F5 buttons so that it refresh on the server nothing I do that a couple of times talk with, talk with my friends talk with some of, one of my friends in Nebraska Keep on refreshing Nothing I'm like Okay It's March 10th here But it's not yet March 10th In Pacific In the Pacific time So you waited till 3am I guess So I waited till 3am oh, <laughs> I talked with my friend Till 3am And I was like When is the damn shop Gonna open 3am comes by Control refresh Control refresh Still no shop 
what the heck is happening? I'm refreshing, refreshing. No shop, no shop. What the heck? So I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, Danny... I'm up early in the morning. I, act, I actually thought... W- was it in the morning we just, we talked about this? I oh, yeah. So, yeah. I, I get up at 5 a.m. to it. prepare for work. So I, I was actually working, you know, me- meanwhile, while I was waiting. And sure you were. Sure you were. No, I, w- I actually was. <laughs> That's surprising. What did they do with you? Oh, they make me translate stuff. It's really funny. In any case, Danny comes by at 6 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, hey, hi. He's like, what the hell are you doing there? I'm like, I've been waiting all night for the Star Wars shop to open. <laughs> He's like, you freak. <laughs> I go, well, I think we've assessed that already. <laughs> so he, so I say, you know, it's still not open. And it's, it's like, it's 3 o'clock in the morning now for them. What the heck? Because uh, w- what did I say? After and you that? said, well, you know, it's, look at that. It's probably not gonna gonna open till until ten. nine yeah. nine nine a.m. Pacific for, for Pacific. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right because that's the time they're gonna walk in and just like put the server up today yeah. or something like that. So, you know, I, I I keep the page open and I keep on talking with some of my other friends who were getting re- ready to go to work. I said a little hi to uh, Chino who dropped by my my uh, my messenger list. And uh, went to school, and I was I was waiting, you know. And at one point, I think I I did something wrong with Word, so I had to. Yeah, you phoned me at work. So re- I had to reboot my computer. <laughs> so I rebooted my computer, and um, I actually got a phone. I, I, w- right after the, the 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 computer was rebooted, went back on MSN, load the page, poof, it's there. It was actually 9 o'clock here. So at okay. 6 a.m., they actually put it up online. Okay. So I'm like all hyped, all crazy. I take my mouse, click to the artwork, click to the set, place the, place the order. Uh, the email I had, I had registered under was not working, so I quickly registered with another, with another name and another email. Did it again, passed the order, and I actually had my Return of the Jedi and Return of the Jedi patch set. I had a free gift, which was a Topps Star Wars Clone War promo- promotional card set, which I can't wait to not receive. <laughs> and of course, I had my sticker set for nine ninety nine, which is one of the cheapest things you could buy on the Star Wars shop. Not a problem. So yeah, and you know, you, you take a look at it, and they tell you, okay. Where do you live? Canada. Okay, you know there's like this shipping fee of fifteen ninety five that you're going to have to pay. And I'm like, okay, how could it be? I'm buying stickers, and I'm going to be receiving patches. You know how much that costs to send? It probably costs about $2 Canadian. Tops. Tops. I'm going to say tops. And that's heavy stickers. Yeah, by sna- heavy patches. By snail mail, you know. And it's like, I just see that as like, Shipping costs fifteen ninety five. So I say the hell with it. At least I'll got, I'll have the bragging rights, you know. And I actually yeah. <laughs> took screenshots of my order. all about bragging. Yeah, not all the time. Sometimes <laughs> I'm honest, you know. But women don't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Nobody understood. What Nobody said. understood what I just said. That's, so, that's good. So basically, I came up with a total of twenty five ninety four. Um, for freaking stickers? For, for stickers. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> 25 bucks for a set of stickers. I'm like, whoa, okay. And there's basically nothing you can buy under 25.94 if you live in Canada because 995, 999 that was the most expensive stickers I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. But they got Rolf McQuarrie art on it, so. 
I'm okay to let it slide, and it's Star Wars official stuff. But you're gonna get those little scholastic stickers. <laughs> Actually, I'm not even gonna get them because. You know, a couple of hours, maybe uh, two, three hours, I think it was noon, I decided to go back on the website and take a look at, and, and take another look around, because I... After having slept for a couple of hours? No, not at all. After actually... No, before he got to sleep or something, he had to call me on my <laughs> cell phone at work, just to brag, I got my... Patches. I got my my, my, my patches, <laughs> I, but I, I also called you for movie passes we were going to get. Yeah, okay. That was the main reason for which I called you. I hope so. Because the girl called me for, to get me the movie passes while I was actually ordering, and I was like, I'm sorry, I all, I'm all hype right now because I'm passing the order on StarWarsShop.com. She's like, okay. <laughs> Just that to understand Marish, Marish No, that yeah. was uh, another okay. nice woman from from group popcorn. In any case, um, oh, Cheetor, I'm honest. <laughs> she just said I'm not honest in the chat. Okay. In any case, the uh, the Star Wars shop. You know, I took a look around quickly after calling Danny, mm-hmm. and I looked around, and they got tons and tons of really cool stuff. They had two different kind of watches over there. They had the one, I think, of the clone watch, watches. and one one watch that was with a stormtrooper head and the imperial logo in the background. It was really cool looking, uh, you know, just like silvery like that, <laughs> but not cheap. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you had some really nice Ralph McQuarrie portfolio. You had, I believe, some Prelogy portfolio. You had some uh, books. Well, the, the, the book I was talking about earlier, Survivor Quest, signed by Timothy Zahn. You also if had... If we can have signed books out there, it's pretty cool. They will sell a lot of books by that. You're going to rebuy your entire collection. No. <laughs> but <laughs> no, but maybe I'll buy some. Uh, of right your there. most prized, prized authors? No, uh, no, but maybe if I'm not too in a hurry to read it and do a review for a website, maybe I will uh, buy it from that, from there so and, let's and have it signed. Let's hope they, do, they start selling them after 2005. <laughs> And uh, of course, yeah. <laughs> of course, you have um, you, you had the games. For those of you who remember the, battle, the Star Wars Battleship, that was there. Uh, it was it was to be sold. I think there was a Star Wars. There was another Star Wars, Star uh, Wars family Stratego. game. <laughs> no, it, was, it, was, it wasn't Star Wars Stratego, and wasn't the Star Wars Monopoly. Um, there were kinds. There, there were all kinds of uh, computer games. Cool. The, all the Jedi. Uh, Did they have Rebellion? The Jedi Knight and Jedi Academy. Rebellion wasn't on there. It's all the <laughs> late, all the latest ones. I need that. I finally got Virtual PC. I've I've got it. It's it's yours for forty bucks. Forty <laughs> bucks. <laughs> Never been played. <laughs> Don't care. So, um, in any case, the um, the Star Wars shop really was really easy to grow to go through. It was really well separated into different kind of. Uh, of categories categories and it was really easy to find your way in there Um, the ordering process was really really easy as well Um, is it much like the uh, hyperspace service or Amazon yeah because you can't buy anything on hyperspace no no, but the the, the (laughs) The cargo bay yeah the registering thing uh, your profile and everything. Yeah, it's, it's 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 similar to similar to that, and it's it's a little bit like Amazon, as as uh, Gifisto put it. Okay. For the ordering part, it's it's really easy to find your way. It's really easy to enter all the information you know, and that's basically it. Sadly, after putting my uh, 
order? And my order, and after going back, you know, a few a few hours later, I find this the website is 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 back with is with its uh, previous uh, page, which was we're going to open on March 10th, blah 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 blah. Well, it's March 10th, and I'm now. like, okay, why? Why is that page back on? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's weird. So I actually uh, email. I, I no, I actually emailed some some uh, some influential folks at Lucasfilm. And I get an email back, and uh, the st- the folks at Lucasfilm actually had uh, to stop down the page because of uh, some information that apparently got leaked to third parties. Uh, it was nothing to be afraid of, nothing like uh, credit, card, credit card information, but it, it apparently like names and addresses or something. I don't know. I can tell. I don't want to speculate too much about it, but something leaked apparently, and. Uh, I find it very weird, but, you know, these kind of things happen. So I've, I kind of thought that maybe they had opened the site to actually test it. And some eager fans like me just got lucky to actually find it and placing their orders. No, but they, they, they have to know by now that any time they will open a new thing on Star Wars, there will be floods of people waiting Pressing F5, the refresh key. Same thing at each episode of Clone Wars. It's the same thing. They must know that by now. I, know. I, I don't understand why they're so surprised. Yeah. Like Nathan said. Yeah, it's like, come on, guys. Traffic and all. But, you know, you know, I actually, you know, uh, after, after reading the, uh, the, the press release from, the first press release from Lucasfilm, saying that some information had leaked and everything, I, I read that on uh, Rebelscom. Um, I actually called Steve. And I said, you know, what's what's going to happen with my order? Am I going to still receive it and all? He says, there's no problem with the orders. Uh, we've got them all. Um, you most likely are going to receive it and so forth. But we just want everyone to know, it's not a server problem. The, the traffic was handled very well. It's not the server that failed. It's, it's more of a security glitch in the program itself. So, you know, I'm taking, I'm taking the man for his word. I'm taking men for his word. I don't know if it was hackers. I mean, who went to who went to hackstarwarsshop.com? Telemarketers. <laughs> Some people are just weird, so I'll give it to you. In any case, telemarketers. They're freakos. I'm going to read the, uh, the the message to Star Wars fan uh, that was posted on starwarsshops.com because uh, it's worth like being mediatized a little bit. Mm-hmm. Message to Star Wars fans and StarWarsShop.com customers. Shortly after our new StarWarsShop.com opened Wednesday morning, March 10th, we received emails from several customers indicating that some transactional information on individuals' order had been transmitted to others. We immediately shut down the shop because security of information on orders sent by our fans is our top priority. Our e-commerce partner, Analyst International, has assured us that n- no one's personal credit card information was compromised. We are very sorry and surprised that this problem occurred. We are working closely with Analyst International, which is responsible for handling the transaction on the site. To find out how this could have happened, because we're curious about it. We won't reopen StarWarsShop.com until we are certain that this issue has been resolved. As a result of the situation, we will not be processing any of the transactions placed Wednesday morning. You will need to place your order again when the shop reopens. All customers who placed an order before the site was taken down will be mailed a free set of Jedi movie patches and a $50 gift certificate to use for Star Wars merchandise on the site. 
will give the entire Star Wars community sufficient notice before we relaunch the site. Again, we apologize for the current situation and promise to keep you updated. We know that Star Wars fans want and deserve the very best, and we will continue to strive to ensure that our high standard standards are met. Um, uh, 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 thank you. At least they care. They, they, care. they care about personal information. Indeed. Of the fans. Unlike some other people. <laughs> um, That's there's not very wise, now is it? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> of course, uh, there's one thing that comes out. It's like some information on individuals order had been transmitted to others. What I'm thinking that might have happened is no, basically... How can people know their information well, has that's been given that, out? No, that's what I'm thinking, is that someone like me, for instance, and Brian uh, placed the, the order both at the same time. Except I received Brian's uh, order confirmation, okay. and Brian receives mine. Okay. So you know, that's kind of the kind of mess up Third that could have happened. Yeah. So Brian sends an email to Star Wars Shop like and says, "Hey, I received this confirmation about this Sebastian. No, I don't know. You know what's happening." And I, I, and I, I do got the same. his address and everything. Yes, and, <laughs> I, and I do the same for, with Brian. So you know they they're, they're like, "Oh, that's not supposed to happen." Shut down, lockdown. So they shut it down. They left it down. And on Friday, they actually called everyone who actually had. Um, well, actually, they called me. I don't know if they called if they called Nathan. I should have asked him earlier. But they, the some guy from FAC actually called me, and they confirmed my address and uh, my name, and they confirmed also the order and everything. So they said, you know, you're going to receive this and that. And I asked, I asked him about this notice, uh, about about this early notice, because you could go to Star Wars Shop before before Mar- March 10th, and you could actually register your e- your email, and they were going to send you an early notice that the shop was going to open. But oh, I, as Nathan said, I didn't check. I registered for that, but I didn't check my email. <laughs> so I probably had a couple uh, of warnings. <laughs> as as uh, as Nathan said, you know, we never uh, we never really got any email, and I didn't too. So I actually asked. Um, I actually asked the guy who I who I talked to and Steve Sensui for, for 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 that matter, you know, is it possible that it was really just a test run and it was never meant for fans to actually see it open at that time of day? Mm-hmm. Six o'clock in the morning is you know, <laughs> it's pretty early. Yeah. You get admit. So he said no, it was actually gonna it, it was okay to be up online and everything. But we never received an email. So that's something that, you know, I'm kind of pissed about a little bit. <laughs> But of course, um, I'm hoping that this time around they'll get they'll get to actually send us an email before the shop opens, and we can again spend all night up just waiting. Spend for all your oh, vacation. you love staying up night, or don't you? I do. I I live by nights. Forget it. Why? We're not gonna <laughs> we're gonna not gonna see what you're putting up to the webcam. Okay, so. We also received very disturbing news in the past in the past few weeks. Is that there's going to be some major changes that are going to be going on at the Star Wars fan club. Yep, yep, for, yep. for the website to close for registration, it must be big. Pretty, pretty big. For my part, I think there will be right when I was going to register for the yeah. Star Wars Insider. <laughs> <laughs> I think there will be a merge. With uh, StarWars.com, cool. that's what I think. Uh, maybe uh, maybe Hyperspace and the fan club, or StarWars.com cool. and uh, uh, Paizo will be on Star Wars for the Insider, maybe. Cool. Well, Paizo is actually a publishing house. 
So yeah. I don't see them buying them. No. Therefore, I do see you know them going in business with. Uh, w- what with do you mean, Lucasfilm and all? What? You sure? I think they'd go in business with Lucas Book. Yeah, they they would. There's no Lucas Magazine division, you know, mm. yet. <laughs> but they don't want to have people registered maybe on the fan club and people register in in the hyperspace. They maybe want have that would be better. All, all the info. Uh, a fan was registered to hyperspace and the fan club, like like Se- Sebastian and me. All the information will be at w- one place. No, it will be easier to manage, especially if they have special promotion for Celebration Tree. Yep. If they got everything in at one place, and if we have to buy tickets online and on Towers.com, they have all the info reservations there. Yeah, get reservation and everything. I think that's the best the thing. Probably the thing to do. I think it's, it would be a really good idea that they, they would actually uh, join both um, both companies together. But who knows what's what's going to happen? Um, you know, we we tried to we tried to get some information out of uh, some officials over at Lucasfilm, and uh, we I didn't even try to get some some information from Pezzo because I wouldn't want to angry the folks at Lucasfilm. And um, we just received that it wasn't that they were really busy right now. So really, really busy. Really, really busy. Like, so piss off. <laughs> <laughs> like, now's not the time. Yeah. <laughs> More. That's pretty cool, then. <laughs> <laughs> that means they're really busy, you know, working on something really big. That's going to be really now interesting. Now I really want to register. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know. you know, we mentioned that when we uh, interviewed Lisa Steven, the show about the fan club, that... Even Nathan, in his rumbling, he said that n- nobody uh, is really registering to the fan club. It's more reg- uh, registering to the Towers Insider. So if they can merge it online, yeah, it will be. Hey, a big then plus. they can have their own. S- then we can have two official Star Wars message boards. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they got their handful with one as it is. I think that uh, we only need one. Stupid. <laughs> Official message <laughs> but they're really fun to go to, even even if they still only have a thousand, a thousand characters limit. <laughs> that's my rent. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I've seen forums that have longer signature. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think? What do you think is coming up for the fan club? Uh, cool stuff. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm still waiting. What are you hoping? I, I'm hoping for cheap rates at Celebration Three because I'm cheapskate. Um, <laughs> and I don't. I'm a student. I don't have that much money. Yes. Um, I'm hoping to see some exclusive content. Let's hope. I don't know. I'm still waiting for for my 2004 fan club package. I think better that's better be so fan club packages. Probably would definitely be cool pro- probably if they merge something with StarWars.com and even with Star Wars Shop, you can have a deal there. And I, I don't know how, yeah. how it will work, but they they're moving to centralize everything. You got the the website Star Wars Shop. Uh, if you got the fan club, you know they're trying to put everything in one place. Yeah. The Be official better. Star Wars everything. You know, so it's simple. It's on the same on the same site. They they did do it too late, I think, for the community. Uh, yeah. You would have had to do this in ninety eight. Yeah. Before the prequels, but beginning before the prequel. 
probably 97 would be a, would have been a good time to introduce yeah, it. Special edition, but you know, internet w- wasn't as big as now. I remember going to the official site, and all they had were like these cartoon printouts that you could color in. <laughs> yes, a long time ago on a website far, far away. It was so low tech, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but it was so cool back then. It was really so cool. You you still have some pages on the website that are still with the old. 95 look Are you serious? Yes You have to send me those If you go like really deep In the website You can actually tumble in these Cool Make a search for an Ewok Picture or something like that You might actually tumble Upon one of the 95 The The color-ins? Are you serious? The color-ins I don't know Because T-Bone probably like Ran away with them (laughs) When you (laughs) have the The the, the StarWars.com Website team But You know You the the old look of the old website is probably still up there somewhere, yeah. in some no. dark pages. I never really. I don't like the new one. It's okay. It's I can I see. Uh, you not user friendly, but it's a window. Yeah, it's a portal. For the pro- it's a portal. Yeah, for the product and showing what's new. It's not yeah. really the 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 place when you you get to it's read the like news. It's like uh, it's like a. a a front page it's, of, it's, a, of it's a, like a newspaper, you know? It's like going to Sony.com. I never... Uh, uh, it, crappy okay. commercial sites. They don't give you anything up front, kind of like no. Google is right now, where you yeah. just search, like you got in a product, you a title and you get and a thousand the, advertisements or buy this product before yeah. you can actually get to the information about the product. Yeah. But right now, the StarWars.com is mostly hyperspace, uh, the... Uh, Cargo, uh, cargo, Cargo Bay, you know. Every, uh, but I think Cargo Bay will go once Why Star Wars shop yeah. starts getting in. Probably, I I think the Cargo Bay will definitely lose its uh, its presence to the Star Wars shop. I never really understood the Cargo Bay. I thought it was really chunky and not well. The Cargo Bay up. was introduced by the people at Wizards back in the time where Wizards was running the fan club, and it shows. Now that Wizards is, <laughs> I don't know. I want to say going down the drain, <laughs> but I know that's not what's happening. Oh, boy. So, uh, you know, eventually... They still have magic. Yeah. That's why I'm saying they're, they're still not going down the drain, sadly enough. Okay. Um, what what are you hoping for from the, from, the, from the new changes at the fan club? Let's see. What do you really like to say? I don't think they, they will have a, a special membership for the fan club for those... Let's say uh, w- our member of hyperspace and the the fan club, because they they won't give hyperspace to all the fan club members. I don't think so. Okay. And vice versa, they won't give the insider to all the hyperspace members. So there must be something bigger, uh, a bigger access or something more that. Will be there uh, at least momentarily until. There's no difference between hyperspace and the fan club. I don't know. I, it's only speculation. I, I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue. Uh, but what I'm hoping for is everything centralized on StarWars.com. Yeah. It will be easier. You know what I would like to see, like an improvement of hyperspace webcam, and you want, you want to have video to watch. No, 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 no. You wait, know what? No, no, wait, 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 wait. The, the webcam needs to be a better quality. Uh, wait. Go out. Go out, buy a FireWire webcam instead of a crappy USB 1.2. Have you seen the webcam they have? 
Yeah. It's not a USB. I don't care. It looks USB when you get it on your computer. It is, I've yeah. seen it on your computer. It's yeah, crap. but it's, it's, it's so not USB. I'll show I you. I don't care. I'll it show looks you the webcam. USB quality. It's a really good quality u- qu- uh, camera, actually. Then they need to ex- put it up the preferences or something. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't put in close to, the, the, to what we need to see. They, there's like Obviously. a limit of information <laughs> they want to they give us. But actually, what I would really Maybe like a, to see... a better refreshing rate. What I would really like to see from the webcam and from the folks from the fan club is basically the possibility to do just like uh, the Mars people are, the, 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 the JPL folks are doing right now with the Mars rover. You know, you have a little mouse droid at ILM that people can control. That you, can, oh that you can control from time to time. Forget about it. They, they will never so cool. give the control of a webcam to the, to the people. Uh, the people on the web. You'd have to have someone sta- sitting behind the controls, and then just controlling the the like the uh, the focus, because when they see something material, it would go out of focus. Yeah. Yeah. So and so you're looking at the floor, you get perfect clear image. <laughs> 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 and then and then like if you were to look up, if you were to roll around, and then you could see in a mirror a name, and it would go all fuzzy, and you couldn't see it. That's it. A name and a phone number. <laughs> but. Uh, ba- no, basically, it would really be cool. Uh, I'm, n- I'm not saying, you know, being able to just, like, get really nice images of other pictures, but I would really want to see, to be able to see, like, what ILM looks like. From a personal point of view, I'd like to explore ILM my way. That you'd have, like, a little R2 droid that would be four feet up the ground. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> or a C-3PO on wheels. Well, I'm a fanboy and I'm dreaming, so... <laughs> yeah, y- you sure are. We're, we're going to go to another musical break. I- I'm just wondering what, what will they do about... What's the big change that needs... That they need to stop registering if it's not for transferring the info? It might be a server. It's, it's, it's something about the database, I'm sure about it. Yeah. But in any case... It's not a simple redoing of the website. It might. might, It's not simple. Obviously not. All of our questions will be answered in times. In due time. And right now we're going to go listen to The Who and Teenage Wasteland. And we'll be right back to Star Wars on Direct with the community update. Yep.
that's not a problem. It just doesn't sound like something strong. Hi, I'm Sean Williams, and I'm Shane Dix, and we're the authors of the new Jedi Order trilogy, Or Heretic. You're listening to Star Wars on direct. Welcome back to Star Wars on Direct. That was close. Yep. That was very close. That wasn't close at all, guys. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start with uh, the Pittsburgh Fan Force, whom I've received um, some news from, if I can get my hand on it. Where did it go? Oh, there it is. Okay, the Fan Force of Pitber- Pittsburgh in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Monthly Meeting will have a meeting on March 20th at 1 p.m. at the Grey Goose in Oakmont, Pennsylvania. If you need directions or additional information, please contact Brian at ben underscore etis at fanforce.net. That's B-E-N underscore E-T-H-U-S at fanforce.net. After the meeting ends, uh, they will be holding their fifth interclubble gaming tournament. It will be a $5 entrance fee for the tournament, and it will go toward the Celebration uh, 3 Auto Fund. So, I hope the guys in Pittsburgh have fun. Of course... We have three conventions between now and our next show. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> we're going to start with StellarCon 28 in High Point, North Carolina. And that's one uh, convention I'm sure Danny, our producer, will, would really want to go. Uh, because the Star Wars guests are mainly authors. We have Aaron Halston, R.A. Salvatore, Michael A. Stackpole, and Tima Tizan will be there. That's great. That's like a great setup of people. It's at the Radisson, the Radisson Hotel High Point. 135 South Main Street, High Point, North Carolina. And the hours of the convention as well as the admission fee is to be announced. But for more information, you can tr- always go to the www.stellarcon.org. There's going to be a celebrity autograph appearance in Salt Lake City, Utah on March 20th and 21st for, of Ray Park and Daniel Logan, Little Boba Fett. Uh, there will be a charge. <laughs> No, Daniel Logan. It's the uh, Ray yeah. Park and Daniel Logan. Our little Boba Fett. Yeah. But Ray Park is dark. The information the inf- that we've talked about in the hyperspace came from a similar signing like this. So In the knows? Orange County. Don't give away too much detail, boy. <laughs> in any case, uh, there will be a charge for each autograph. You can have your own item signed. Our photograph will be provided with the charge. Every report will be made for celebrities to see all the attending public. However, this is a first-come, first-serve event. If in the event too many people show up for the signing, there is no guarantee of se- seeing the celebrities. If time permits, photos will be ta- will, may be taken with the celebrities, but only if time and the celebrity permit. It is purely a personal public appearance by each individual actor, not a studio or licensed copyright holder sanctioned or licensed event. Location is on March 20th, the Jordan Commons, 9400 South State Street in Sandy, Utah. And on March 21st, it's Megaplex 12 Theater at Gateway, 165 S. Rio Grande Street. I believe that's South Rio Grande Street. You have it correctly, Smash. Salt Lake City. <laughs> you again. Hours are from 10, p- 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday and from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday. 
For more information, you can go to the www.entertainmentlegends.com slash celebrityautographexpo.html. And the last one, but not least, is the Grand Slam Sci-Fi Summit 12 in Pasadena, California, which will be happening from March 26th to the 28th. Uh, it will on Sunday end at 6 p.m., so you can come back home in time to listen to the next Star Wars on Direct. Yep. The Star Wars guests that you will, see, you will be seeing over there are Ray Park, Darth Maul, uh, Jeremy Bullock, who is Boba Fett, Kenny Baker, R2-D2, Rusty Goffey, which, which played the lead Jawa. Yay, I want to go to that convention now. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Coley, who was, who was Admiral Piet, Peter May, who, was, who played Chewbacca, and Daniel Logan, who played the young Boba Fett. So we're going to have both Boba Fett's on stage. That's, that that's promises cool. to be a good time. I'm sure, they, I'm sure the, the folks attending this convention will, be have, will have a lot of fun. Uh, events are to be announced. The location is at the Pasadena Center, 300 East Green Street, Pasadena, California. The hours are from Friday, 12 p.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 12 p.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday, 12 p.m. to 6 p.m., so you can come back in time and listen to Star Wars on Direct. For more information, you can go back. You can go to the www.creationent.com/calendar_frame.html. So creationent.com, basically for creation entertainment. And that is basically it. I will, however, tell you there is a big Apple comic book art toys and show coming up in in New York City, and uh, Peter May, who will be attending. If you'd like some more information, you can go to theforce.net/cons and get all the information you need. On this, on these mention coming up, and that is all there is. Game over, man! It's game over. (laughs) And that that is all there is to say about that. (laughs) Okay, Uh, we were talking about uh, Bill Paxton during dinner. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) His uh, career, (laughs) if you want to call it that. I think Bill Paxton is coming Thunderbirds movie. Oh, isn't isn't that movie? Yes. Yes. Oh God. He's Virgil or something. No, he's um. It's been a while since I watched Scott. Okay. No, yeah, no, he's the. They they totally retooled the idea. They they aren't brothers. Bill Paxton plays the father. No. The father? Yes. And he, the father actually goes on the missions. What? I know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. Bad idea. It, bad idea. Yes. Bad <laughs> idea. Okay, a uh, little transition here. Yep. Uh, where it is? Ah. Hello, this is Peter84, and you are listening to Star Wars Direct. And that was a, a request from Sebastian. That's right. Because we couldn't play a little music that she sent me, so figured we play her voice instead. Um, well, we're going to say that uh, for the upcoming conventions that are, uh, that, that are actually going to happen, and most especially the one happening in uh, North Carolina, I'd like to have someone to report me about that convention. So if anyone is, a, is actually uh, going to this convention, either it's a man or a woman, or a woman with good communication skills, who's doing the major convention circuit in the U.S., Dragon Con, Gen Con, Comic Con, Wizard World, etc., or even the convention coming up in North Carolina, you can send us an email at studio at swendirect.com with the title SWD Correspondent in it, and we'll see what we can do to get you press passes to, to access these events. You know, getting in a con free, <laughs> it's always fun. Um, our next show will be on March 28, 2004. We still have to decide the 
extremely big main subject, but we will most definitely be talking with uh, Dennis Prizwara. Prizwara, okay, you, you wrote that wrong, that's why. <laughs> with Dennis Prizwara, the director of the documentary Starwoids, uh, with some narration made by Kevin Smith, and it was about the um, the lineup of 1999 at the Mass Chinese Theater. What? Both of the Chinese theater, so uh, you can actually get more information on these on the on Starwoids uh, if you like on the Force.net main page. You just go down and you can actually order that DVD, which is a very interesting DVD. If you have any comments on the show, you would like to make a suggestions for upcoming subjects, please send an email to studio at swendirect.com. If you like the show, we suggest that you talk about it around yourself. Word to mouth is the best publicity we can have by our listeners. We'd like to take a second to thank our sponsors, Sitland.net, Legends Action Figures, and Simple-Net.ca, who give us the great um, web server space and all the great bandwidth that permits us to actually deliver this show to you guys. They have very interesting rates, so if you're looking for a web space, go to Simple.net.ca. And I'm actually looking forward to subscribing. There you go. That's there what I go. wanted to hear. Some partners uh, we'd like to thank are, of course, the Force.net, your daily dose of Star Wars, and StarWarsFanWords.com, the home of Star Wars Fan Audio. Uh, I'm going to take a second here to make a little correction that uh, last time on uh, the Star Wars on Direct show, we discussed, well, the time we discussed about the female in Star Wars fandom, uh, we put up Catherine, Catherine Kag, uh, Kate, as a girl from being from the Star, the Star Wars. Uh, the, the DMEB the website And she wasn't So we're really sorry We did that mistake There you go I'm sorry about that Also The other thing I wanted to tell you guys Is that all the music You heard in today's show Is the music That will be available With the soundtrack Of the movie The Girl Next Door Coming out in theater March 9th yep. You can look for Sneak preview All around the place Uh Take, take a look at your local listing And you'll be probably Be able to see it Damn we should be paid To endorse this movie we receive passes for premieres. True, true, true. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And I'm telling you, see you next time on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs. You were listening to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. to visit www.swanzerek.com for more information about upcoming shows. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. 
Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Citlan.net, c'est... Les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe. Et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.citlan.net. Sir, if you're not be needing me, I'll close down for a while. 